0: Alright, ready, Welcome, on in, guys, to the Six Out of Ten podcast. My name is Tiny Pixels, but you guys are perfectly welcome to call me Pip. Um, welcome to you guys watching us live on Twitch, but also to you guys listening on the iTunes and the YouTubes and the SoundClouds and the everywhere else uh, that you guys partake in your memes. Uh, I am joined, as always, and I, I'm told off every week for saying this, but I am joined as always by the rather lovely Squarmazer. Sam, how you doing, sweet pea?
1: yeah i'm not too bad I, I don't tell you off for it it's more that i just point out it's glaring inaccuracies it's like it's just two t- separate things you know
0: uh-huh uh-huh I, I got you all right well i mean all right <laughs> i'm joined by the ever squaw muzzer uh <laughs> the ever
1: present sometimes <laughs> right.
0: there you go that one's better uh and of course we have our guest for this week uh and this week we've got somebody a little, a little bit special i feel uh krups how 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 you doing today darling
2: uh, special apparently? No, barely awake, <laughs> And uh, somehow functioning, though I'm really not sure how that's all coming together and into focus at this point. So we'll see in about another 20 minutes when I actually come out of this like, you know, waking up haze.
0: Yeah, you, you're gonna be, you're gonna be fine, you're gonna be fine, I'm sure.
2: You're either gonna get there, or you're gonna be face down on your desk. It, it's yeah. gonna be exciting to find out which happens. Yeah. Give it about another 25 minutes, and if, you know, I just fall out of screen, we all know
3: what we
0: <laughs> Yeah, chat, if, if you, you want to start, start taking bets, him. uh, on how long <laughs> it takes, that's, that's gonna be great. Before we bore him to sleep, I feel no to be oh. fair, I'm I'm um, I'm packing a Lucas bigger than my head today to get me through. This
1: this stream, preferably sponsored by Relentless, <laughs> if possible, please send me some. If
0: if if only uh, if only.
2: Melatonin. Yeah, totally.
0: Uh, dude, mel- Melatonin <laughs> saves my life endlessly. Like absolutely endlessly.
1: Uh, we're just doing like right, <laughs> right, product he's onto placement. the
0: camera day
1: <laughs> and oh, get on with fucking no. <laughs> <laughs> show and tells that like primary school or something. <laughs> right. um,
0: God's alive. God's alive. Right. right. So we ought to start the same way that we always do, uh, and that's by introducing our guests. So uh, Crumps, please please, please, pretty please, tell us a little bit about you and what you do and where people can find you and that that kind of deal.
2: Fair enough. I can do that. Um, let's see. My name's Crumps, obviously. Um, I've been broadcasting here on Twitch for somewhere between six and seven years now, believe it or not. And, um, yeah, you can find me, like I just said here on Twitch. Usually, um, I do upload stuff to YouTube, but (laughs) infrequently, um, I ramble like crazy on Twitter at the same name at Crumps too. Um, but yeah, basically I do everything from playing sports games to uh, final fantasy month is probably what a lot of people know me for. Um, going through that entire series way too quickly unless my Comcast decides to have a problem with it the last two months. Um, but yeah, other than that, basically, I just hang around, play video games. Uh, people know me as the cat guy here on Twitch because I have two now. And um, yeah, it's uh, I'm also the guy that dyes his hair and then forgets to cut it for eight months. So I'm, I'm that lazy, dude. Other than that, nothing special. <laughs>
0: I was to say, don't talk to me about lazy. You've not—I don't know if you've noticed my roots coming through, but this is me being like, "Yeah, it's blue now. that will do."
2: Yeah, this used to be purple. Ooh. So, yeah, enough said.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. I got you. I got you. Okay, so, um, apologies for no cast last week. Uh, a lot of us got not only comcasted uh, but poxed as well. And I think we're we're just about well. Putting you, it together you got
1: post charityed.
0: Yeah, that's that's I what did. happened to
1: you. you. You you were flipping around a pole for Quest for the Cause, which is still on at the moment actually. Yes. They're so finishing yeah. today the tomorrow? Tomorrow I think. Yeah. Um so yeah, I think you I think you needed the rest from that. And so did I actually. I was knackered after that shift. So uh it's all good. It's all good. We're back this week. That's the important part, right?
0: All right, fish officer. Sure, sure. And we've got uh, a fair bit to catch up on this week cuz um, I feel like a lot has happened and yet nothing has happened
1: very mercifully not that much happened this week
0: but it happened I, last I, week oh. that we can kind yeah. of and we, we are going to mix it up uh, we are going to mix it up with a, a couple of little bits that uh, <laughs> a couple of little bits that have happened this week um, some stuff that i'm excited for some stuff that you're excited for Uh, said, I don't know if you're ever excited about things. Are you you excited about things ever?
2: (laughs) But I hide it. I'm reserved as far as I'm... No, anyone that knows me knows full well that I go a little bit above and beyond on the excitement level from time to time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. So, should we get into it?
1: Absolutely. If we must. I mean, we're here already. We may as well. Right. right, Right. So... Starting us off.
0: Oh, God, a thing really... that requires far too much energy already, I feel.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, like, I really... I, I want to be able to do a Morgana impression. I, I mean, I, can I just tell everyone to go to bed repeatedly? To Who, are bring a to bed. <laughs> Who are you texting?
0: Go to bed. Who are you texting at this time? You can't Round really do things yonker. now. Oh,
1: um So, they <laughs> announced... I did get this from last week. Some new dancing all night, dancing star night, do the dance and break a move. <laughs> so I have a Persona games. And I don't understand them. Like, I I like I love Persona 5 a, a lot. It's fantastic. It's like one of the best RPGs that's come out in a very, very, very long time. I don't understand why we need to see, like, Ryuji dad dancing. Like, I don't... I, I, uh, do you have any experience uh, of this so you can like enlighten me as to what the cock these are? like please help.
0: <laughs> me
1: well you you seem to have like a vague knowledge about them. i I have less than a vague knowledge so, about them. I know Sorry that please.
0: I know that Persona four got one uh, and it it like people got little badges at PAX events with little teddy on them and all this sort of thing. Right. uh no, I don't understand these at all um so for me persona is an rpg series about dealing with a lot of real world grit um and and broaching a lot of um difficult to discuss issues and doing right. so in a yes. Lord, uh, interesting well. way but generally they tend to do a, a good job of it um generally they do a good job of it. i adore persona 3 i adore persona 4 to the ends of the earth and back Uh, and Persona 5 is good too Um, (laughs) I'm gonna gonna say them in that way so that everybody's (laughs) like yes Pip thinks they're all good that's fine Um, so I kind of it's it's very it's very strange to me that this is a thing but I'm also (laughs) kind of behind this a little bit the characters are so colorful and the settings are so colorful that yeah I'm, I'm okay with this I, I, like,
1: okay I, I get that they're fun, and I get that they're adding to the universe, which is great because anything that adds to it is really cool, but I also can hear the sound of unzipping and urination over the games whenever I see <laughs> the trailer. Like, it just, it, I don't get it. I, I, like, is, what, what does this add? What, how does this help? I don't
2: uh. The only one bright side that I can see to what this actually adds and what this does bring to the table. Did you notice that they're also bringing this out for Vita? So the yes. system of- um, is not dead. That's the release for the Vita this year. Good.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sure I bought Vita games this year already. I'm sure I did. I must have bought uh, Vita what? games this year already. I love Vita. You? Uh, yeah, You
1: get some <laughs> PS Plus games on there occasionally, which is sweet of them.
0: Um, I don't know. I like playing Octodad on my Vita, but I feel like maybe I bought that last um, year.
1: How many years ago? How many years ago? I know, I know I know, I
0: know, I know, I know. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I have Galgun on the. F- I shouldn't say that out loud. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but no, I kind I feel, I feel like this is a better addition than, say, like a tower defense mobile game would be. Oh, God, yes. Oh, Agreed. Absolutely. Oh, but I, like, I, I hate to bring this thing back up. Towers. I hate to bring this thing back up. Right? I really do. But it is better than. A racing game add-on or a uh, a tower oh, defense app. add-on or yeah a, a, a companion app that doesn't really do a, a hell of a lot like
1: uh, fucking assassin's creed boat fucking game i swear that came out on mobiles and like on the vita or something like that you know the, uh, was it uh, black flag where you could it just had a, like, had a your boats out and go and mm. attack places or whatever on your beta like
3: that
0: for real though, I know that the Persona 4 one was super well received. Um okay. I've I've never played it because I, I kind of like I, I play just dance and that's enough dancing for any human being ever. I don't need any more dancing than that ever. Um so like I, I I've never given these a go, but I know from the people that have them, they were super well received, and it's so nice to see them picking up um Persona three as well mm-hmm. in this. That's really nice, because Persona 3 is super beloved, because Persona 3 is dark as all hell.
1: I, uh, I didn't play for it.
0: Oh, 3 is, 3 is horrendous. They they summon the monsters by shooting themselves in the head and in the mouth and things like that.
1: Oh, yeah, I've seen bits. Yeah, and things,
0: it's, yeah, it's, it's great oh, to,
1: to be fair, in 5, you do have to rip your fucking face off, which is reasonably savage.
0: But that's... but that's um. Oh, what's the series of game called? Uh, that's, that's Shin Megami kind of um, influence, yeah. isn't it?
1: Yeah, but still. I mean, yeah, shooting yourself in the head's pretty dark.
0: Right, 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 right. right. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just saying, like, like it's... It, it, Persona 3 is, is uh, like, grim. Persona 3 is grim. So it's kind of nice to see the characters come back and have maybe a little bit of relief. I can see yeah. them working in that kind of respect. I don't know. I think it's just cool that they're doing something isn't totally awful and, and to be fair and again I'm- i don't
1: know about three but the the music in five are fucking gems the music in three listen- is good I mean- yeah, yeah yeah yeah.
0: the yeah. music in three. The, is music
2: good. Of the whole series is pretty spot on from everything yeah. i've seen and you know yeah random audio engineer in- interjection there but honestly the music in that series is what the one thing that i do know of it very well mm-hmm. and and it's good yeah it's really well done
0: well, every time yeah. I go to visit Sam, um, we have the Persona 5 soundtrack on when we're getting up in the morning and we're like, it's yeah, jamming. let's go. It's, it's good. Yep. Like, it's it's. it's well,
1: actually- well I, I literally woke you up one day with the, the wake up, get up song. Yeah, <laughs> and
0: it worked! Because I'm like, oh, it I does. know this. Oh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I can, I can see this being a success for sure. It's super nice that they've picked up to do Persona 3 with it as well. Um, Persona 5 is super colourful and, uh, like, the the entire world is super immersive. Yeah, it's really stylish. They're all really stylish games, but Persona 5 especially is super, super stylish. Those menus, man. So this... Ugh. Right? So this fits the Just t- t- pushing
1: triangle and having things swoop across and look fantastic.
0: Yes! Oh. Exiting the menus <laughs> by running and then running into the spot where you were and carrying on. Like, mm. really clever design choices and... That, that suits this kind of game, I think. Those kind of design choices yep. definitely suit this kind of thing. So, whereas, like, I, I think it's not gonna be a lot of people's cup of tea who play uh, Shin Megami games and, and, and you know, Persona and stuff like that. Um, I don't know, I, I kind of. Yeah, I'm kind of into this. I might think about picking this up. I might think about picking this up for sure.
1: I mean, I, I could see me jamming out to some of those tracks, but I don't think I'd necessarily want to do it choreographed.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Kind I of in the shell.
1: You know, like that, that's, that's the limit of how far I'm, I'm willing to like, twerk to the music.
2: I gonna say, the question really is, are we talking like, do you think this is going to be... Because I've never seen the one on uh, for uh, Persona mm-hmm. 4. Is it going to be like on the same level as like a... Um, I can't think of her name now, the Vocaloid. Um, Hasune Miku? Um, is it going to be like you know if you turn that up to expert level and you just see like here's a ten thousand button press you know like chain of events coming up at you, buddy? <laughs> or is it just going to be like all right I'm you know like on the one on the two on the three final <laughs> you know like I'm, that? That's my question.
0: I'm I'm going to be honest. From what I understand from the Persona Four one, it's going to sit somewhere in the middle, but towards Miku levels. Okay. But. I I hope it does get super complex and they make a a good kind of, you know, actual dancing game out of it. Um, I would too. I don't
2: want it to be just generic and, you know, like the rest of the series, like you were just pointing out, feels very stylized and very, Mm. you know, it stands off on its own, you know, on its own plateau, if you will. And if they were to make it kind of, you know, like, okay, here's this, you know, like remedial, you know, Simon says, repeat just the button presses type of thing. You know, I don't think that would work so well. If it was actually challenging and making me like, oh, what do I do? Oh, jeez, I just screwed up. Now we're cooking. Now we've got something that I might actually play.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I would hope so. Um, Because considering how the RPGs go on and the fact that the mechanics are so kind of intertwined with the aesthetic and Mm -hmm. and, and the the theme and everything, they have a really good understanding of how to construct games that mean something. And I would imagine that they can carry that across two different genres. Um, I definitely hope so. I definitely hope so.
1: Um, just I mean, times will tell, I guess. But at yeah. the same time, I—I I know. I think these are just supposed to be fun. I mean, they're just supposed to be fun, dumb, and—and that—that's all but they're meant to be. Being
0: bad yeah. at video games is fun, Sam. Are you kidding?
1: <laughs> Again, I'm living proof. Trust me.
0: It's
1: <laughs> I was going to say you—you you guys are the experts, not me. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, um... Oh, he's the MLG one here, folks. Don't forget. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, oh,
3: for, no. sure. for sure. For uh, sure. <laughs>
1: So, so anyway, moving on to f- other things that are definitely the best. Oh, no. Um, no Man's Sky got a very big up- update, and and I've upset Pip, and I'm gonna I'm gonna highlight why I upset Pip. So I put this topic into our little document as
3: it's, it's all those
1: right, oh, gonna... games. That's the big one. No, because I just knew it would um it would just irk Pip to no, no. end. So.
0: stop it. Stop using that stupid tone of voice. Ooh. <laughs> no. Stop
1: it. So, so uh, Hello Games has dropped a new free patch. Oh, sorry, I think they, they, they're titling it a free expansion, actually. Yep. yep. Um, which adds 30 hours of story in, because there wasn't any. Um, adds in multiplayer, in the form of your friends can appear as an orb <laughs> that floats around and you can voip if you happen to be standing near your friend orb um, and there's um, like there's some like terraforming stuff and bits and pieces that they've just kind of thrown in is this enough to save or even bring the game to the point where it should have been all along, because I don't think it is, like, I, I, it's too, I, I just think it's past the point of no return, really, um, and they should probably give up and run away gleefully with their bags of money, but uh, I, I don't know, what do you guys think?
2: Uh, well, I'll jump in first on this one just to say like I was so interested in this when it first got announced. I think we all were. I mean not maybe not every one of us let's be real but I was definitely definitely hitting the hype bandwagon when it got announced and I heard you know oh exploration you know find your friends and all these space battles and like holy crap it's Star Wars like yes I want this and I, I looked at it at first and thought you know there's no way this gets produce the way that they're claiming it does like this just seems way too grandiose for the small of a company. And I kind of pushed back and thought, no, we'll wait. And I'm really glad I did because with this patch now, which is what uh, a little over a year after it came out. Am I right on that? Uh, Yeah, um, yeah, Yeah. It's been about a year. If not, it's close enough. Um, But yeah, a year later that now it's kind of sort of the game that they originally said it's still missing huge chunks of what I mentioned. But it, you know, look, there's a two-sided, you know, double-edged sword to this one. It's really good that a year into it, they are still updating this game, especially given everything that has happened to this point. You've gotta give a ton of credit to Hello Games for having the cojones to still do something with this. Because most people probably they... tucked run, like, like Squall just said, and take their money and run and be happy with it. And here we are over a year later, we're still getting gigantic updates to this game. So props to them problem with it is we're a year later and we're still getting updates to the game that make it what they promised originally and that's where the whole disconnect is coming in and I mean yeah we've heard this a million times we all know that but for me especially it's like I said it's a weird double-edged sword it's almost to the point where I would consider it what I originally thought it was going to be and I'm now excited for it but I just can't be because it's no man's sky Mm -hmm. it's just got that stigma to it at this point and I don't think it can shake it I don't think it ever will
0: Yeah, I I would be worried along the same lines that um unfortunately I was one of the people who didn't hold off because I'm terrible at I see something and I want it and I have to have it and I will scrape the money from somewhere because I want it and I have to and it's dreadful, it's actually dreadful that I am, you know Um, But I bought a copy for me uh, and I got a friend playing alongside me and knowing how much I paid for it and how much content I got out of it, I wasn't best pleased. And that's a Mm -hmm. super difficult feeling to shake. It is so difficult to buy a finished game. Because don't forget this didn't ship as an alpha, it didn't ship as as a beta build, it didn't ship as early access, it shipped as a finished game. And what I wanted, and I know what a lot of people wanted, was an experience where I could log in and I could be like, Guys, where are you at? Oh shit, let me see if I can make it across to you guys, and we'll do a thing. And it's exactly the same reason why I'm excited about things like, um, uh, new game, what's that gonna be called? Sea of Thieves. Because I can party (laughs) up with my friends, and I can be like, Hey, let's get on a boat, and go, and do the stuff. Buying the game and not getting that is a massive blow to my confidence in that studio what yep. i will say is that putting out these updates over and over and over and building these things again they've put now that you can draw land penises in the sky um <laughs> and there's you know kind of similar to you can in astronea right oh little makeup
1: um, yeah, a little mad but okay
0: uh, um, it's, it's what we all did in Astroneer. We built a tower as, as tall as we could. And then mm-hmm. we ran out of things to do. Um, <laughs> like, it's... it's, it's uh, it, No penis sky! There we go, perfect, thank you. Um, it, it's one of those things where I think this is all too little, too late. But it instills some confidence that the next title they go on to make, if they do indeed go on to make something else, they've learnt lessons and we've learnt lessons and maybe we can get a more positive experience out of the next title um
1: possible i i i I don't see him going on to make another i reckon they're probably gonna break apart and they're gonna just go into like 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 sean murray's probably gonna end up working for like ea or ubisoft as uh but then you remember
0: that name And the second- you've seen it, right? You've seen it. People- um, we talk about games all the time, and uh, you say, oh, who's behind this game? Oh, the guy who did X game. Hey, the guy who made Worms originally is- Look at every time we see an Oddworld game, and you look for that one name, and you know then that that is a good Oddworld game. Like- yeah. These these names follow around and they carry weight to them now. Especially considering we're so social media heavy now, we are learning who these people are and what kind of background they have. And I like I I think it's going to be super interesting if they do split up. Lionhead, perfect example, because we looked at Goddess and we all went. <laughs> um. Because we knew half the stuff he was saying was never going to happen. No. Like, it...
1: it uh, I- then you can dampen it, though. That's the thing. I could see it being dampened. So, like, let's say Sean Murray goes to Ubisoft, becomes a project lead over there, or whatever it is that he does. You've got the dampening of going, Oh, but Ubisoft have made Assassin's Creed, which is one of my favourite game series of all time. And they, they make The Division, which I've spent so many hours in. And it whilst, whilst it doesn't take away the fact that it's Sean Murray, you know, evil... Satan's arsehole of the universe because he was in Hello Games when No Man's Sky came out and, oh my God, sacrificed babies in the street and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> it softens it a bit because people go, oh, but I, I really enjoy Ubisoft's one game with the towers. And, you know, like that's that, that's kind of building a bit of the trust back up and, oh, well, you know, eventually No Man's Sky got all right and you kind of start to justify what he might be able to do with that ip and whatever else right so like that move i could see them going on to make a second game after this i i can't i don't think cuz they're not going to get this game to a point where it should have been you know th- th- even
2: some of the, the stuff that it's they were possible.
0: offering
2: no, no it's not
0: is it i don't think it even, was ever no possible like it, it it struck me that um i watched man Vs. game try to get to the center of the universe there you go, you laugh because I, I'm pretty sure everybody's witnessed that moment Where he just breaks <laughs> because there's fucking nothing there, right? Um, or that moment where, um, I forget who it was, it might have been Tag They launch into space for the very first time And you see all the stars go past them and then the game crashes um, yep. <laughs> I, I, don't know, I don't know if in fact you know what no i'm gonna stake on it that i'm pretty sure the game that they originally sold us at that e3 where we looked at it and went wow oh and we all became like 11 year old 11 year olds again we all looked up with uh, like with these big eyes full of wonder like this is I- mm-hmm. incredible yep. and this is going to be the best experience i don't think that is ever going to be possible with the console generation and the technology that we have right now
1: Nah, probably not. And it's just the, the way that
0: they've, you know...
1: The part that makes it for me, the, the one that I always fondly remember, is I saw a video at one point which was like them going through a planet with like these majestic random, randomly generated creatures wandering the plains looking like a brachiosaur and there's a T-Rex in the distance wandering about and this beautiful sheep and whatever and he just kind of transitions. <laughs> Is to, like, that the some one with the Jurassic
0: like, Park harmonica? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh
0: my god, that, that video kills me every time. It's just got like legs <laughs> coming out of its back
3: for
1: no apparent reason. It's just, it just gets me every time, because that's the truth.
0: I need to find that video and link it in chat right you now. You don't because, randomly oh, generate t
1: T-Rex, it just
0: doesn't happen. Uh, sorry, that video, every time I see it, it just breaks me. I, I just, I can't. Like, because it's the perfect summation of that contrast between us looking up at E3 and going, That's it. That's what we've all been waiting for this time. This is going to be it and we're all going to do stuff and it's going to be wonderful. And and then us launching the game for the first time. And we hit, hit a planet and some little doodoo with giant legs at the front and teeny legs at the back, skitters <laughs> along the floor.
1: One of the first things I encountered was a blob with a singular leg for a face, just bouncing around the shelf. <laughs> you are the most pointless creature on the face of
0: the earth! Okay, I apologize for the random sound, I had to check that that was the correct video, but there you guys go. If you guys need <laughs> a laugh... If you guys, if you guys need a laugh today, there is your uh, melodica video for the day. That is, No Man's Sky. Eleven-year-old me watches E3 versus 2017 me is like I fucking hate video games. <laughs> like it's. it's uh, but,
1: I mean, looking back to in the new update, though, right? Right. So you've almost like it's it's like you're one big expansion away. ...from getting the group up with your friend stuff, I feel. So they've added in, like... You remember those big fucking monolith dudes... ...that are just around? Like the really, really huge monoliths... ...the big black pillar things. Um, those are now portals. And in a very sort of Stargate fashion... ...if you put in a certain glyphs... ...it will transport you to another planet... ...that those glyphs correspond to. So your friend can say... I'll put in, swirly swirl bug, unk light bulb asshole Jamaica, and <laughs> and then that will take you to their planet because that's that corresponds with the glyphs on their portal. Yep. So you can, you know, there's
2: the ability to group up. But at the moment, you're just a floaty orb, dude.
3: Yeah.
2: So. So it's kind of the beta of Elder Scrolls Online, where you couldn't actually see your groupmates, basically, but they're there in spirit, if nothing else.
0: I remember queuing to put out fires in the beta.
2: Oh, God.
0: remember that. Oh, Oh, no. Don't
2: don't remind me of those nightmare situations. I never want to remember that ever again. It was the
0: most British thing ever, where you could only put out a fire, like, one at a time. So people would form orderly queues into the chaos. Go and get their bucket of water <laughs> and join the queue. Move up. Most
1: British thing you've ever seen. the water
0: out. Complete the quest. Hobble back again.
2: See is... she's right though, because we couldn't do that here. We we do we lack that organizational skill in every facet. Trust me, there's no way we could do that.
0: It's like I went to one server and it was chaos and I'm like, no I'm leaving this server for another one where there are queues by Um But yeah, 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 yeah. Uh back, so, back so, to... but yeah,
3: you're in the right direction.
0: Um, honestly, I think while this is too little too late, I think it's taught us a lot of lessons as gamers. Um, and as somebody who used to have to sell pre-orders for my job, I'm super glad that we're starting to learn that maybe that's not the greatest plan in the universe unless it's something super niche that unless you pre-order it, you ain't gonna get a copy of it. Um, you know, like the Nintendo consoles. Um... Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of glad that we're starting to get these red flags to move away from that that kind of culture because mm. um, it is it's super dangerous. I paid so much money for a game that I spent two days trying to love. I tried so hard to love No Man's Sky, and I just I just I mean, couldn't.
1: It's it. <laughs> Even like the the basics, like the farming for materials and stuff is more tedious than it is in other games, I feel.
0: The fact that she just kept on and on and on when there was no need for her to keep on and on. I'm like, yeah, no, I know I've lost 20% of my oxygen. Piss off, love. There's a giant part of my UI that says it.
1: You have legs.
3: (laughs) 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 Okay, good. Exhale.
0: Oh man! <laughs>
1: like, Remember to blink to moisten your eyeballs. Like,
0: leave me alone. Like, I just, uh, I'm, I'm hoping, as I say, that as we move forward, we can use this as a, um, not only as a, as a teaching experience for game studios, for, for developers, um, for PR agents, um, for E3 as a whole, um, and that, that whole kind of hype train culture, um, but us. Like, I I really hope that we can start to really be critical about what we're looking at as gamers. We need to understand the limitations of the technology that we have. Um, We need to understand sort of where these games are coming from. We need to be critical of, is this actually going to happen in the fashion that they're showing it to us? Mm -hmm. Um... I mean,
1: mean, like, whenever I watch a trailer for a game, me being like the, the absolute pessimist dickhead that I am, I take my hype after watching that trailer, and immediately divide it by at least two, um, like and on Prime Night,
3: oh. Yeah. Oh. not
1: there, uh, <laughs> not there. <laughs> oh. but there. But you know what I mean? Like, I, I oh, immediately sort of go, "Yeah, it's the, but it's not though, is it? Like, you, you, it's not going to be this good, really. If we're being honest, like, it's." it's I bet. I bet if you, you know, if you're playing it on anything other than very high graphics, then that thing's going to look terrible, and you just kind of just sit there and pick it apart and try and think how bad this could go. Even the, um, the
0: hardest lesson for me has been. Oh, can you imagine the narrative that they could put into this? And mm. the hardest lesson for me has been dialing that back to. Can you imagine what bad. narrative they're going to put into this? And Can you if there hard! Can you imagine if
3: there was any kind of narrative?
0: Right? <laughs> Can you imagine if there was any kind of story here? Like, it's that's been one of the like hardest things for me. Because um, I mean, I'm used to... Uh, Stephen in just mentioned Colonial Marines. I'm mm-hmm. used to looking at super pretty things and going, Yeah, but my potato won't, won't make it look that good. My my potato is going to run that at like three frames per second. I imagine like I'm I'm used to doing that, but the whole like this 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 whole thing of this could have a really great engaging story, and then it does a Final Fantasy 15.
2: My heart. <laughs> you, you asked for it, Paul. You got it. You didn't even know.
3: Like <laughs> o- ongoing uh, joke. I'm
2: playing 15 right now, and we were looking for ways to rip on it and. Thank
0: you, Pip. You're <laughs> hey, welcome! Uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind Where's of hoping... Time? yeah. Back to the point, I'm kind of hoping that this is going to teach us, like, a really serious lesson, and I hope that the state of the hype culture improves from here on in, because this isn't going anywhere, and I feel super happen. bad for them, and also I don't feel super bad for them, because this has happened.
1: Did you not see the trailers at E3 this year just gone? Like it's, it, we've learned nothing. <laughs>
2: uh, right to the biggest one for you right now, the Final Fantasy VII remake trailer. How many people are uh, come into my channel sometime and watch the chat? And people just like, boy, I really hope they don't add stealth sections in. Like, wh- what? Hold on, no, like, wh- what? Wh- why? Why? What? No, they're just remaking it in different. Like, it's just everything is so off the wall as far as this stuff goes. We expect so much more than is ever going to happen in any game. And I, we just have like these unrealistic, uh, you know, Ew. expectations at this point that I don't think any game creator can ever possibly meet. And we always wind up kind of, sort of hyping ourselves up too far, it seems. So I'm with you on that. Like we really need to be able to look and go, all right, that sounds really cool, but how about we wait and see if it's that, and then right. I'll buy into it afterwards instead of going, oh hey, that thing looks like it could be really shiny. Here's my money now. Uh, I, I got over yeah. that in the '90s, honestly. Thank God. (laughs) Like, I don't pre-order and I don't plan to ever do it again. So
3: It's very
1: rare that I'll pre-order. Like, I'll pre-order ones that are just so ironclad that even if it's as shit as it possibly can be, it will still be pretty good. I'll pre-order, but it's such a rarity that something comes along with that that much certainty. That In the past, like, five years, I've probably pre-ordered five things. If that, like... It's very, very rare. Yeah.
0: Again, right. like, yeah, if it's something niche, that your local game is only going to get five copies of it, when they say you have to pre-order that to get one, they mean you have to pre-order that to get yeah. one. Right. If you're pre-ordering COD, <laughs> you're wrong.
1: No, but you'll get a special skin
3: and, oh, and, and, yay! and
2: dog tags. Like a special gun if you order it from Amazon, though. Day one delivery, guys. Come on. I mean, like for real. <laughs> Sorry, we had to throw that in. A different gun
1: if you order it from GameStop, and yet a third different gun if you order it from Best Buy. Like...
2: So buy all three of them today, kids. Yeah, uh... it, this is that's the stuff I can't stand. Like, okay, Tiger Woods golf was the one that get that really turned me off from this back in what the the mid two thousands. Uh, they would do this constantly with golf courses. So if you pre-ordered it from GameStop, you would get like TPC at Sawgrass, and it was the only way to get it. And then if you pre-ordered from Amazon or whatever, you would get you know uh, Medina. I'm coming up with weird names here, but like you know you'd get these special courses at each individual spot, and that was yeah. the only place you could get them. You could never buy them online, so you could only ever compete against people online that bought them pre-ordered from the same place. And it's like, wow, let's just segregate sure. our community even more than it possibly could be. Like, what are you thinking? Guys, yeah, that's horrendous. where I knew it was going to go bad. Nope. And here we are. <laughs>
3: nope.
1: That's
3: All insane. Right. That's,
1: that's even worse than COD. I, I, did, I wasn't aware that there was a new rung further down the ladder, but apparently, apparently oh, Tiger Woods has stumbled onto it.
2: Obviously, oh, what do you expect? Uh, I mean,
0: it's
3: electronic arts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Talking um, of guns
1: yes speaking of guns indeed uh we're, we're talking about overwatch again because when don't we talk about overwatch Yay! uh well, there's two 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 entire different things to talk about around overwatch this time which is
0: is one of them lucio ball one of
1: them is lucio ball yeah! slash shiny skins that aren't olympics anymore it's just it's warm weather it's, so it's, it's, it's just summer. bikinis okay.
0: and, yeah. and blonde mccree and I, I yeah take pretty both much of those many thanks yes
1: oh actually uh, funny enough i um i, I got um like, like the free box that for for, for they, they just kind of throw one at you when they start Did the summer games campaign
3: in it?
1: I, I just got a legendary i don't even remember who it was i think it was a tracer one i just, it just like from that the one free box they gave me i was like eh, okay i'm gonna close overwatch again for another few months until i get another free box um <laughs> I just ga- I just gather things in case I will eventually play it again. Uh, you never know, it might happen. Uh, <laughs> so you got that. That's yeah. pretty cool. Um, I like that they've got Lucio ball in it because, like, uh, I I think Overwatch needs something like that because having the uh, Belite as a constant thing, not just an event thing, because the normal composition of the game can get really frustrating if you get shitty teammates and in order to kind of, like, retain your entertainment or whatever, or, like, your your attention into the game, you need to be able to sort of split off and do something else and play around with something else. And if I keep you in the game, that would kind of make sense. Um, but then they've also added in a deathmatch mode as well to do, do? do that as that thing, sort of blow off some steam without having to rely on shitty teammates. Which could be...
0: Sorry, I'm just endlessly uh, watching the cats running around in the background, it's wonderful. <laughs> this is the best, can we have you on every week? This is the best.
3: <laughs> as long um,
0: as they <laughs> say, my, my cats have abandoned me today, because I smell like first aid. Um, so it's, it's super nice to see other people's cats instead. Uh, but no, I really think that Overwatch is doing a great job of... We don't stick to one format. If you play, you can play this format, or you can play that format. And it does the Splatoon thing of, haven't played in a while? Hey, we've brought this this stuff out, and you can go and compete with it, and that's kind of neat. And while I don't agree with tying skins to certain events and then not being able to buy them for the rest of the year, and blah 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 blah, and boycott loot boxes and all that kind of... I, I don't agree with any of that. But I think what they're doing with the modes is really clever. Deathmatch doesn't appeal to me, because I have potato aim. <laughs> <laughs> and dying endlessly is not fun. No Sierra ball is fun. The arcade modes are fun. Some of the 1v1s that I do, if, you know, if I pick up a hero that I'm good at, I'm like, "Yeah, let's go." Like, I I, I can get behind that. Um the brawls, the brawls are a super good idea because they push me outside of my comfort zone, but I'm still comfortable enough that I want to keep playing. What mm. they're doing with these events and with the different modes that they're bringing out is really clever, and it's the reason why League always does well when they put Earth on and they put um, uh, Doombots and things like that on. It's a really smart move and I really like it and I hope that we continue to see these and I hope that Blizzard continues to push the format that they have now but in a couple of different directions. Like we're always going to get a naff one every now and then. I joke about how much I love Lucio Ball. Lucio Ball is a bit naff. Question it's not Rocket League. Is it? It's not. Yeah, it, it's not it, Rocket it. League.
1: It, 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 but it's it's kind of in that a- area, but just not quite as well tuned. Like, which is fair enough because it's just a side game. But like, it just feels like a clunkier Rocket League with legs. Like, that's just. <laughs>
0: But it's it's that it's something that's a little bit different and it wakes you up Ooh. after doing endless rounds of, of King's Road where you get stuck in that corner because there's one of those dickheads on top of the weird like cube at the last yeah. corner. Like after going through that time after time, you know like it's nice to have something that's a bit different. And to stop you from switching games, that you can play something different in that same game? Super clever. Good good job, lizard. They're doing a good job with Overwatch, I feel. Um, and mm. Doomfist is kind of neat. I won't lie. Doomfist is kind of neat.
1: The problem with any new released individual characters that come out in the game, though, is everyone just piles on it.
0: <laughs> and then complains that they're OP when they're not quick enough to lock them in.
1: Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, um, um,
0: balance Balance is always going to be an issue with multiplayer games Goodness. it's always going to be an issue but uh, i think blizzard have done better with the balance in overwatch than they do ever with their stupid card game <laughs> like they're doing a Look, much better job with that one
1: nothing wrong with the balance in their stupid card game assuming your bank account's big enough nothing uh, wrong with it No,
0: even if your bank account's big enough the way that they address balance is hey priest haven't had any new cards recently that were any good this expansion, priests gonna be really good. Oh hey, nobody's playing mage anymore because mage sucks. Cool, let's give mage a load of new cards and get her rolling again. That's not that's not balanced, friendos. I,
2: I hate to tell you, but that's exactly how they balanced World of Warcraft from like beta as well as basically said, oh hey, everybody's pissed off about mages. Let's give them no casting time. Like wait, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, God, now, yeah, grim. enjoy.
0: <laughs> I had I had no idea. That's grim. That's not yeah, no, balanced, they, that's disgusting. I didn't
2: really understand how to do it very well. Not that any MMO I played ever did, but yeah, Warcraft was kind of the one that stood out in my mind as like, well, that seems like an extreme kind of, you know, like give fan of blades to uh, to rogues. What, what rogue is stealthing around going, I have 37 blades in my hand, whee,
1: and just whipping it
2: idiot. <laughs> like, you know, like nobody- this
0: <laughs> Diablo, are you
1: kidding? I mean, you'd think that those blades might at least clink a little as a rogue, like just, just a tad. Yeah.
2: But no, like, I'm going to go stealth around, carry around 37 little blades and just, you know, like I said, just randomly whip them into every single direction. Like, no, that's not. Oh, and by the way, I can also put on Blade Fury, which multiplies that by four. So, you know, again, this is not what rogues do. They just like, oh, nobody likes rogues and they're doing low DPS. Here, give them this. What? Top of Score A big bag of blades. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh guys, hold on, man! I'll catch up in a minute. Is that, oh, is
0: that Santa Rogue you have going on there? <laughs> Santa Rogue giving knives to all the nasty boys and girls. Like, what, what is this?
2: He's actually just throwing the elves. The elves are holding onto the knives, and this weird, like, you know, like, like, <laughs> just oh whipping God. elves at enemies. Like, we got this, guys. Come
0: on. Yeah. No, <laughs> adrenaline I,
2: rush now.
0: I, I was. I, like, I was super worried about Overwatch getting new characters going forward because, yeah, a, Hearth- a Hearthstone is the one that I'm familiar with. Hearthstone balance is never, ever, 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 been. it's like a Taylor, like yeah, no, um,
1: a tale of two shitties. Were you gonna say?
0: I was gonna say a Taylor Swift song, but we'll go with that as well. Um, <laughs> No, genuinely, genuinely, their idea of balance is, Hey, nobody likes this! Let's make it crazy! Okay, nobody likes this anymore! Okay, then it's their time to shine. So I was kind of worried that they were going to go along the same route um, with Overwatch, but to me, as a casual (laughs) player, and you have to remember, I am a casual player, I have potato aim and I get super angry about everything ever. Um, (laughs) Full disclaimer! (laughs) The balance doesn't feel... That bad. I never feel like, oh hey, there's one of X characters on the other team, we're going to lose. It always yeah, feels yeah, like that, we yeah. have a fighting chance. Um, unless my teammates also have potato aim, in which case like, we just just stand there and dance all day. At
1: which point they go, right, we're doing attack, time for to pull out Widow. And um, it's a shame that we all, can't all go Widowmaker because that's clearly the way we need to go for attack.
0: Oh, every team needs a Widowmaker and a Hanzo, don't be silly.
1: At all
3: times. At yes. all
0: times. Two snipers, no matter which map, mm. no matter which side. Two snipers always. That's right. Um, fan, oh, yeah. I really, I'm really pleased with the way they're going. I don't like the the loot box system in that some of the skins you can't buy all year round. Um, yeah. I don't like the fact that some of the skins you can't buy for the in-game credit. Um, that's fucking dumb. Stop doing mm. that. That's bad. That's not. That's... that's not how earning in-game rewards should be. That's <laughs> naughty bad. Even if you want to keep them exclusive for a little while, that sucks. But then if you it's release them point. out to being bought with in-game credit, that's not so bad. Um, I mean, you know, League of Legends does that, from what I remember. I haven't bought anything in League of Legends for a long freaking time, but like. From what I understand, like that's the way it still works, is that they keep it exclusive to real money for a little while and then they go, hey, now that it's been out a little while and the people who've bought it and wanted to jump on it immediately have done so if you guys want to buy it with your in-game credit, now you can. And that's a really neat way of doing it. But don't, don't lock, don't lock things behind just money or just a particular time like per year mm. that's done. don't do I mean, that i want to be halloween all year round don't stop
1: me ever <laughs> i'm waiting for someone else to do the math though because like last summer games time they did um they did the math and it was like if you spent every minute of every waking hour of the entirety of that event you would barely have enough time to get all the legendary skins if the odds were in your favor and I wonder if that's the same sort of vibe again this time around. I would imagine it probably will be. Uh, it's presumably going to be the same amount of skins, the same rough amount of time. Uh, drop rates aren't going to change from what they were before. Um, but yeah, so I, I, it'd be interesting to see if they've kind of retained that because that's...
0: A bit annoying.
1: It's acceptable barely, you know? Like, it's yes, you could feasibly do it if you're playing for like 10 hours a day every day of the event um but i don't know
2: why limited to just those you know quote unquote like pros if you will because let's be honest if you're spending eight to ten hours a day on the same game every day just to try and get skins and stuff you probably don't have a job or much of a real life outside of it i can attest because mm-hmm. i got the insane title in warcraft so <laughs> anyway, believe me i'm speaking from experience on that one i'm not ripping on other people i'm ripping on myself <laughs> Is that one framed on the wall, or is that oh, just... Yeah, it should be. If I could ever get back into my Warcraft account, I would at least take a picture of it. <laughs> like I, was
0: gonna say, yeah. I will cross-stitch that for you, and you can have it on your wall. <laughs> Done. So it's-
2: I'm good. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Done. Oh, God's right. alive. Right.
1: But on onto another platform entirely. Uh, so, away from the Blizzard Battle.net app type thing, whatever the fuck they've decided to call it now, because I can completely forget every single time to steam steam are doing well still in, uh, and like better than i kind of expected them to be doing so over the past year steam have gained one and a half million new users per month
0: i have a question i have a yes. question about this does yeah. this include the new accounts that people use to message me naughty things
2: Most likely I mean, yes. I, they
1: have they haven't put like on their pie chart yeah. they haven't put a sliver for users specifically making accounts to message naughty things right. to pixels so like i'm not i'm not convinced on that score I, I would imagine they're probably included but i don't know i think that's i think that's interesting but I, also that's not 1.5 million accounts that's 1.5 million spending accounts first-time purchasers people actually putting money onto that platform so that's interesting like that they're they're actually you know it's not just empty accounts that aren't going to be doing anything um i'm surprised that they're still adding that many like uh, it feels like we're in the point in time where it's so kind of a given that you would have a steam account now that there aren't that many more people to add almost i don't know especially like the family sharing and stuff like that as well i don't know
2: like that might actually have a little something to do with it as well just for the fact that people get you know games shared with them and then go all right well he plays too much and i can't really play it at the same time so Mm. maybe i should just get it for myself you know, that might have a little bit of something to do with it, but we're talking still, what, 18 million new people a year is what, because it's 1.5, yeah, if I map that right, 18 million. And uh, like you said, that's a lot of people. So yeah, it's
0: mental. it
3: can't just
2: be consoles pissing people off, can it? Well, I mean, I mean...
0: the other thing to bear in mind is um, for a lot of PC games now, when you go and buy a PC game, um, uh, lots of special editions and things,
3: mm-hmm. they come
0: with an empty box with a game code sticker on the inside. And you this have to right. have Steam to be able to... Um, you have to have be to able to have Steam to never. activate that key. So there Anybody are... You going... basically
1: have to fucking download it as well, yeah. which is infuriating.
0: There, there are no discs or anything in, in a lot of PC games that we used to sell. The, um, uh, the... odd ones out there were things like the train simulators, and the bus simulators, And the ferry everybody to work on your forklift simulators, like (laughs) all all those sorts of dealios. Um
1: God, they're bad.
0: Yeah. But for the majority of games, and we had people bring empty cases back, plug them on the desk and go, What the shit is this? And you would have to explain to them you've gotta go to Steam Powered, and you've gotta go and Mm. get a, a Steam account, uh, and then you'll have to download the game. It's not on the disc. There is no Mm -hmm. disc. And the amount of temps that would come in to work at game at Christmas... and be massively flapping because they couldn't find the disc for X game. And I'm like, well, no, the code's there. You just shut the box up and hand it over. It's good. Bye. Um, (laughs) Just absolute madness. So, yeah, I I feel like that might have something to do with it as well. Yeah. Um,
1: But then I wonder what they count as a purchaser. Do they count buying the game at retail and then activating it on Steam. Yes. Does that count as Steam's having a purchase account?
0: Yes, because those okay. those okay. keys, as far as I'm aware, are flagged differently to keys generated by developers for beta testing purposes, which yeah. is what they yeah. give to yeah. content creators. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of the time, as content creators, you'll see when you put your key, in, it'll come up with uh, blah 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 for beta testing. For beta testing, yeah. So uh, those keys are generated separately from retail key. As far as I'm aware, I, 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 as far as I'm aware, that's how it works. That they're flagged differently. Um, But yeah, um, Mm. that that has probably got something to do with it is that a lot of people are signing up for Steam so that they can indeed play their Bus Simulator 2016 uh, extreme. For 10 minutes before screaming
1: and singing it out the window. Uh,
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, So it's. It's that whole deal, I feel. Um, But that's a hell of a lot of people.
1: Yeah, to still be you know becoming I and mean, then i suppose the other thing you've got as well is just like all account like stuff like smurf accounts for CS:GO and and shit like that like there's quite a lot of that like people that just you know they're, they're already like super duper high rank on CS:GO, and then they want to play with their low rank friends to help them get up the ranks and whatever else right. um maybe Maybe some of that's involved as well. So I think it happens, like not super commonly, but commonly enough that you probably get a fair few trickle through in the month.
0: I mean, smurfing's not a new thing. No, in any way. So maybe that's
1: additional to it. Another thing that I find interesting, though, um, so uh, the the monthly user base for Steam, sixty seven million so far this year uh, compared to Xbox Live's 53 million so they have well and truly overtaken uh, Xbox's service uh, which I wasn't kind of expecting I guess, I, I don't know why but I've always kind of presumed that console gaming was bigger than Steam I don't know why Maybe I'm just wrong. And I Probably
2: can yeah. understand that, but at the same point, like, maybe I'm, and I'm sure we'll get into this a little bit later, too, given one of the topics down the road, so I won't go too deep. But uh, <laughs> I, I will still, you know me. Um, but the, uh, uh, of course, now I've completely spaced on what I was going to say. No! <laughs> I imagine I, when I do that. Um, the... Uh, yeah, it, it just, I don't know, the the numbers with, with Xbox and with Steam, I see kind of, well, maybe not even just Xbox, PSN as well, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I can kind of see like, I don't want to say like a disconnect so much, but for me especially, like I don't really see the reason to get a console at this point. You know, I, I, yes, I have a PS4, yes, I have a Wii U, I know that thing's outdated, but whatever. But like, I don't see a reason to get an Xbox One and I wouldn't mm-hmm. even if have a ps4 as somebody who
0: has an xbox one don't buy an xbox
2: one yeah see what i mean and like and that's the whole thing of where that number is uh declining a ton and where Mm -hmm. steam's picking it up and that's kind of goes back into what i was saying before as Mm -hmm. well with like you know maybe it's just there's a lack of confidence in consoles with hey the scorpio is coming out and it's an upgrade of pretty much nothing but we're telling you it's 4k compatible and you know, like everybody's just like, "Really, dude? It was two years ago when I just bought this thing. Like, I don't have another seven hundred dollars for you, Microsoft." I, yo, dude, no, bye. But
1: I, I think, I think there's just like there's just different types of gamers though, because like I I was sat in the the Microsoft conference when they announced the Xbox One X, right? And I was sat there, like, I'm just really snarkily tweeting the entire time I was there about how fucking shite this entire conference was. What a shower of shit it was. And then Stu, who was sat next to me, who's um, like, yeah, one of the other people to run Centuro with me, was like a kid at Christmas going, This is amazing. Oh, it's, it's for 4K. It's so many exclusive games. I'm like, you do you realize they're exclusive. Lee put onto console from PC, they're not exclusive, and stuff like that, and it's just like so. You know, there are different different strokes of different folks and whatever else, I guess. But
0: But then uh, again, rare and it's super difficult. I think to justify uh, the move from again a PS4 to a PS Pro, uh, a PS4 Pro, if you've only just got a PS4, Um, the Wii U to the Switch, I can understand. They're wholly different. They're different. Wholly <laughs> different. There's been a, a, a time frame in between um I hate using the Wii U. I hate using the Wii U. I hate hate using the Wii U.
2: Really?
0: Yeah, I, I mean
2: the exact opposite. I love mine.
0: So, uh, I loved the Wii to death. There were some really great games on the Wii that I, I adored. <laughs> right? Um did
1: that so- in- using a controller that's like a fucking dinner plate with thumbsticks. I just I just don't dig it. So what I've, I say. Uh,
0: I've got really poor joints, um, so holding that and not being able to um, when my hands are tired, I like to be able to put my hands to the front and be able to to move stuff that way. And it's the way okay. that I've always used controllers when I get tired. I move my, my hands to the front so that I can uh, articulate things in a slightly more comfortable way. It wasn't possible with the Wii U, and that was really sad. The uh, the Switch, I tend to like just prop it up on my desk take the sides off, and just kind of like sit down in my chair and put a controller in each hand and just kind of flop and I haven't got to worry about my joints hurting because I'm nice and relaxed um, but I, I, I totally understand the move from from one to the other like I adore the Switch, I think the Switch is absolutely wonderful piece of kit um, so the, the move from there was completely justified I have a PS4, I use the PS4 A lot. Like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Because I have PS now, I have PS Plus, uh, I've got an ever-growing library, I'm constantly buying things from Limited Run, so I've got Limited Mm. Run games out of my ears, as well as, you know, regular games and stuff like that. Um, As far as upgrading it to the PS Pro, the PS Pro hasn't shown me that I need to do anything else, and I'm kind of like, Sony, why are you asking me to spend more money?
1: Yeah. I mean, the PS4 Pro is... Do you desperately want to use VR for the five games that there are? If oh, so, a PS Pro.
0: you got to be careful because some of the games that they've developed for VR, they've not done a very... They've not oh, done no. sort of extensive QA with a range of people. A lot of VR games are still making people endlessly, endlessly ill. That's oh, me. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I,
2: that is I, I am, t-
1: I am ah. Team Vomit too, don't worry.
0: Um, I'm not too bad. But some of the games massively throw me. Um, I tried a game, must have been about two years ago, and I put on the headset and they put me in front of a pit, uh, and I almost passed out because my entire body rocked back and forth to try and get away from this pit, which said uh, the camera was reeling.
1: Was that the sort of um, like sc- grid-based moving yes. about? Yes. Thing that rezzed one year wasn't yes. it? I can't
0: remember the so name of it. Because it was um because it was grid based instead of you like walking forward you would just dr- sideways or dr- oh, forward. It was really jerky. So I would dr- forward and then look at my feet and there'd be a pit and I would be like rocking back and forth because I'm convinced my my body is convinced despite the graphics not being realistic my body is convinced that I am on the edge of this pit. As I rock back and forth the camera shoots up and down because my headset is going up and down Mm-hmm. and that's, that's it. Like I'm, I'm done. I don't want to touch a VR headset again for like a good six yeah. months. Um, I had that happen
2: once in the exact same experience. It just, I, all of a sudden I felt like I was sideways. I looked down and I was just like, okay, but there's a floor, but I feel like I'm like this mm-hmm. and I don't know what's happening right now. And I'm just like, get this thing off me. <laughs> like we're done. It's, it's not for me. And, you know, for that alone, I I don't need a PS4 Pro. Like, I just, I don't. Yeah, Yeah. my games would load quicker. Big deal. I could just put a better hard drive in.
1: Yeah. There there is one. um, Oh, fuck. What's the name of it? The the Big Dog Lad and Tiny Boy Adventures that came out on
2: PS4. Uh, The Last Guardian? Last Guardian. Last Guardian. There
1: you go. I'm so
0: glad we can translate for you today, Sam.
2: (laughs) I I know. I
1: thought it was a good description, but hey. Good job. That ran like absolute dog shit on an all ps4 but on the ps4 pro it actually ran quite nice and quite smooth yeah yeah
2: only have a regular
1: <laughs> and i wanted to play that
0: yeah, same um, here. But-
1: i mean it might be better now this was like day one so maybe okay. they've patched it and improved by now i don't know but like i was i watched a couple of streams because uh, i was watching two angry gamers actually play it and one of them played it on the ps4 and one of them played it on the ps4 pro like the day after and it like the or oh, way around and it was like the difference was
2: so stark it was so, oh. so that's that's frightening i then again that's what it should be as a difference between two systems in yes. my opinion so. it's, yeah
0: it's why I, I tried playing breath of the wild on the wii u and i couldn't do it really yeah yep uh I, I i we bought breath of the wild for the wii u because i couldn't afford a switch but i wanted to play breath of the wild because breath of the wild Uh, As a horse owner and as an adventure lover was everything that I ever wanted in a video game. Um, So we bought it early and um, I I suffer from, um, uh, I forget what it's called, um, simulation sickness a lot. So walking around in a town where I walk in and the game immediately stutters because there's so much to do, that... Fuck with me endlessly. So when I got a Switch, uh, we got a Switch bundle where I got the Switch and uh, Zelda and the the Season Pass for it, and I could walk around in the towns and there wasn't a problem and I'm suddenly like, oh thank god I can see! (laughs) Oh (laughs) oh, thank god I can actually see playing the video game. And that should be the difference in systems. That should be the difference in systems, is this game hardly runs. This game Mm -hmm. is the most comfortable experience in the world. That should be the difference. Um, again, with the Xbox One, uh, I've got one of the, like, day one white Xbox One's. And we gen- we genuinely call it the giant white VCR because we never fucking use it. Um, that thing, I don't know if I would want to upgrade simply because we don't use it for I'm anything. Sure Does
1: the Xbox One have a. A Blu-ray player in it, or is that just PS4? It does. It does. Um, okay, so it has a purpose because Blu-ray players are expensive shit.
0: Well, we used to Beyond play them. Crunchyroll through it, and then we realised that the Chromecast does Crunchyroll. So fuck it, we'll just use the Chromecast because that's quicker than <laughs> booting up an entire console. Well,
1: and it's also about I don't know what price is an Xbox <laughs> <at the laughs> moment well. minus tenner off of it, like yeah, it's you know, two hundred
0: and eighty a... pounds cheaper. Than yeah. My... Than my fucking console was. But, but no, it. it, it I, don't, I don't understand this jumping between console things so early in, in the kind of development cycle for them, you know? I mm, don't. No, I get you. I don't get um,
1: it. But they'll do what they do, I suppose. And well, uh, I mean, Steam's definitely not suffering from that same thing, despite the fact that there's a million different consoles that are at the same time for Steam, really. If uh, you yeah. <laughs> think about it, um, self made. There's well
0: different shop fronts. We were yeah. only talking two weeks ago about people launching their own storefronts to try and get st- seen, And while Steam yep. is a mess right now, because it works. is, it's a mess right now. It's working so for the what, people that it, use
1: it. I think, I think Amazon's a fucking mess, but it works. People go on there and order shit and it works. Like, And well, to be fair, at least Amazon has like partway decent customer service as opposed to Steam, but mm. still.
2: Um... They have any customer service as opposed to Steam. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know what I mean. Like that's, whatever it
1: is. But anyway, I feel I feel we somewhat strayed. While well, it was a good conversation, I feel like we kind of meandered off and decided running for the hills. So let's let's bring it back and move on to our next subject, which is uh, still kind of um, buried in facts and figures to a degree. Uh, which is GTA Five is still performing, still performing. Yep. This game. Is- As old as the hills now, and it's like responsible for a a big old chunk of Take Two's profits, and a big old chunk of their growth, and you know it's it's still regularly featuring in charts uh, of like game charts across the world across various platforms because it just keeps selling and it just keeps selling and it just it baffles me like don't get me wrong like i i really like gta 5 i think it's fantastic i think it's very well made game i love that they're continuing to support it but it makes sense for them to continue to support it because it's still making them money uh they're basically in this um in this earnings report they basically say well yeah we're gonna keep supporting it because it's making us money um (laughs) so fair play really um it just, it, I don't know. Like, it, it's really cool, but it, is it this many years cool? I mean, how many years has GA Five been out now? Like, I want to say at least three.
0: I was back in Cornwall when oh. I first, uh, what I first started playing. Because it had a second release,
1: didn't it? So, like, yeah. it's it's kind of hard.
0: I was gonna say that was on the PS3.
1: April Fourteenth,
2: twenty fifteen. Twenty thirteen, and that's on PC.
1: Oh, 2013 was on uh, 360 and PS3. Right. There you go. That's crazy. Four years, and it's still in game charts, and it's still floating Take-Two's profits.
0: Well, I I was watching the Oxcast play it yesterday. Like, they were Mm. playing playlists with viewers yesterday, and I sat down and and watched a bit of that, and watched them scream and shout and drive cars off off of ramps and things, and I think... That aspect to it, and the fact that you can do all this silly multiplayer stuff, and you can create your own multiplayer (laughs) stuff. That's a big strength right there. You don't have to stick to, hey, shoot the ball in the goal, repeatedly. You can take the (laughs) ball to the top of the mountain, set it on fire, and then murder all your friends with it. Good job, you won. Yeah, you can
2: take the golf cart out and murder the guy trying to put the ball into the goal every time and, you know. Right, yeah. It's fun.
0: Yeah, and if you have helicopters, well then shit.
2: Sorry, I can go back to a Grand Theft Auto game literally at any time and just walk around and you know take out a bazooka and turn on all the cheat codes and you know go blow up every car I possibly can and turn on jumping humans and you know like I, I could just have mm-hmm. utter fun with any of those games at almost maybe except for four, but um, that one's a little dull. Other than that, I can have fun with any of the Grand Theft Auto games at almost any time, so it's not too incredibly shocking but the fact that there's still people that are still buying it on mass like this to me is baffling like swall was saying like how are there this many people still that are getting you know like oh man i never thought to buy this really for four years like jesus let alone how is the company itself making the money and not resellers and ebayers and you know things of that nature because they should be used copies shouldn't they
0: well i mean i have a little bit of insight here um in that Again, I, I full disclosure. I used to work for Game, uh, who are a, a they're our primary uh, video game retailer in the UK. And um, well, they're
1: about the only chain one we have left for that matter. Oh actually. yeah,
0: to be fair, yeah, they are about the only one we have left. Um, which explains a lot. Um, <laughs> we used to have a lot of small children come into the store and say, My "Mom says I'm allowed to buy GTA V, so I'm going to buy it now." Okay. And we'd be like, not, no, friendo, no, friend, oh no, that's not how this works. And then they'd get a bit older and they'd go, all right, my dad signed a letter to say that I can buy GTA GEA 5. Here's the letter. <laughs> and it would be like, hi, my son deserves a present. Love dad. On it. In the <laughs> scrawliest handwriting. Um. And, uh, you know, they'd get a bit older and their parents would come in with them. And eventually their parents would say, Ah, they, they see worse at home. It'll be fine.
1: <laughs> we, we murder prostitutes all yeah, the we, time. We would have
0: to explain to them, like, look, you know, there are strip clubs and uh, you can murder prostitutes. And um, uh, from, from what we understand, you know, there's, there's uh, like heaps of gang culture and stuff like culture? that in it.
1: You should see what we do as a postman. God, he's he's in pieces on the floor as we speak.
0: And genuinely, parents would turn around to me and go, Nah, they see worse at home, love. I wouldn't worry. And every part of me goes, Oh. (laughs) Oh,
3: (laughs) What the hell are you teaching your kids?
0: (laughs) But, you know, I I, like, whatever. So, as these kids get older and they're seeing people like the Yoggs cast play, again, playlists are timeless. They're creative.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. So very it, true.
0: in a lot of ways, these parents are finally going, Oh fine, you're twelve years old. Jeez, you can have your 18 game already. Fuck. And but, that's but, and just it an to... it's it's an it's a never ending cycle of my friends want to drive cars off of ramps and shoot each other to death. And GTA mm-hmm. is a great way of them doing that. A lot of yep. people don't see GTA as a story game. I don't see it as a story game. I haven't since like San Andreas.
2: Yeah, I would agree. Like three through I, San, I, mean, I felt like okay, there's a story, but I kind of dicked around more than anything. And then right. when we got to like four. I did nothing but dick around. Like I barely got through that game. I
1: <laughs> oh, was at four because four was piss anyway. Like the story, story.
2: cousin. Yeah. Let's
3: no. go bowling. Yeah. Let's
0: go bowling. No, no, stop <laughs> <laughs>
3: fucking
0: uh, the video that's actually playing in the background na- right now is um, a competition that me and a few friends did uh, as part of a YouTube series, and we'd have to go around, shoot each other, and take selfies around certain things. So they'd give us a list, and we had to find these things in the city um, and take a selfie a- around them. Uh, and we also got points for like blowing each other up and-, and protecting the guy who was running it and all this sort of thing. Um, I have no idea what the story is. This series was amazing good fun. Super good fun, and it was literally, it was the best! There you go, Matt Sparks in the chat, he organised it uh, on his channel. And I have never had so much fun with GTA. I couldn't give a toss what the story is. I (laughs) didn't fall in love with the story in the first 10 minutes I played, so I just didn't. I ran around, took selfies and shot things, and that was wonderful good fun. And I think a lot of parents, uh, a lot of kids, um, a lot of people who are buying their first PC or whatever, um, they're moving to university, they're going to lands and things like that, they're not seeing it as a story game. They're oh, seeing yeah. this as a strictly or a, or a mostly multiplayer experience where they can be given like a giant list of things that they've never even heard of in the game ever and they've got to go and hunt them down in a car and then, you know, whatever. Um, like, it's... It's good! It is, it's good, and I think that's a that's a definite thing, uh, and I think that's definitely going to be adding to it that, yeah, okay, the game is old, but multiplayer is, for the most part, almost timeless. Good multiplayer! Creative GoldenEye. multiplayer! GoldenEye! Quake!
1: Yeah, and, and the thing is that they're continually adding new shit to it, like new outfit stuff, yep. and like, cars... Well, we and, had
0: the heist thing done. added! right that was a big thing um they're always putting new cars and stuff in it and again the modding the community keeps it alive as well
3: oh yeah
1: the, the rp was it like the yeah. i can't remember the name of the, the, the thing i've never been into it but like um yeah like all the rp communities are, are huge like they've really started to take off even more because there was that co- uh, cease and desist that was delivered a short while ago which was then retracted because uh take it two said basically "All oh, no stop doing the 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 modded servery doodly doos and then rockstar went well actually that's probably perfectly fine to be honest people keep buying the game shut up, take two and so they they rescinded it and uh so you know even that is is bringing it to the fore it's making it more well known just due to the fact that that became a news story and then a follow-up news story and whatever else like, yeah, I mean-
0: we covered yep. it here, what, like three weeks in a row? GTA yeah, stuff, definitely. like it keeps it alive. There's a really, there's a really good community for it, even on Twitch. People yep, will tune in so to watch. So. Yeah, people will tune in to watch Twitch RP bits and pieces mm-hmm. with it. People will tune in. To, I mean, again, I did yesterday. I watched uh, Simon and Shin and other people whose names I have currently forgotten because I'm tired as all hell. Uh, doing uh, playlists with their viewers. I used to run playlists with my viewers. I used to say, hey, guys, if you've built a playlist, let's play it. And that's just endless. It's it's something that I could go back to in a flash without... Well, I say in a flash. I'd have to install it again. That'd take about three weeks. Um, yeah,
1: I, I installed it yesterday. It took me about four hours. Oh. Uh, 70-something gig. But oh. it, like, the download speed was a bit... <laughs> it wasn't me it was their servers were just a bit <laughs> which is the international term for bit dodgy by the way just just so you know that's what that noise means um yeah i just i find it i find it pretty impressive that, that it has this staying power flight like, uh, next month it will be four years since the game came out originally um it's, crazy that it's been that long yeah. it doesn't feel like it honestly no it
0: doesn't right
1: I remember going to get the Steelbook edition of the 360 release oh, and, right. I, and now, I now own three copies of this game. Like yeah, I, I f- actually own three copies.
0: Two? Yeah, so I was going to have two copies of it.
1: Uh, well, I got it on 360 and then I bought a PS4 that came bundled with GTA 5 not that I actually wanted uh, GTA 5 anyway and I was going to sell it and then you know how you just go oh, I'll put that up on the- oh, I was just going to sit there um and it had the first person mode added into it so i was like oh that's kind of fun for 10 minutes um and then everyone decided to play it on pc so i ended up getting it on pc as well so i mean i can see how the rollover of purchasing continues on i suppose
0: uh, somebody's saying uh englander in the chat is saying oh sam would buy the etch sketch version if it came out and immediately my brain went imagine skyrim on an etch-a-sketch <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Oh boy, is no,
1: it time no. to move on? No, because of Lifey Foose Rodard on the Etcher sketch. Oh, Alright, Think should. it through, Pip! I'm so
0: sorry. I'm so sorry. Should we move on before I say more things? <laughs> before I see um, more things I'm ashamed
1: of? <laughs> so, I like this story because it's fucking strange. So, uh, so, this was actually a story from last week. Um... It, a game got released oh, no. after 22 years of development. 22. Wow, that's, a and lot. that's yeah, it's quite a many long time. Duke
0: Nukem was was that 13? 12 or
1: 13? Yeah. yeah,
0: something like that.
1: So, so to it's... put
0: it into perspective, because we always used to joke about Duke Nukem, typewriters, monkeys, Shakespeare, that that kind of. We always used to joke about that is
1: even longer so, so the, the game's called Grimoire Heralds of the Winged Exemplar and it's like your traditional kind of uh, heroes of might and magic uh, you know you go forward one block at a time you build a party of people and equip them up with their weapons and it's very RPG-ish um, and from what I can read, it's
3: like. <laughs> I'm
0: really sorry. I've just seen comments in the chat that read, "It looks like a game from 22 years ago." And somebody replies, "It does." <laughs> 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 and they couldn't be more right. Like, oh
1: yeah, like, I, but it was only ever intended to look like this, even through all the phases well, of its development. This I is know. the ultimate RPG game, according to Neckbeard. Oh, I can't remember to say. It, it kind the uh, like dude that coded the game, uh, Cleve Blakemore, uh, yeah. he was just like, it's the best fucking game that's ever been made, it's the most in-depth a- RPG actually, game.
0: Actually, it's the most in-depth RPG, mechanic-wise, that you have ever seen and will experience. If you don't understand that, then you didn't understand again
1: People, people with exceptionally high IQs are the only people that understand Rick and Morty. Same sort of people that. that don't, don't
0: t- poke it, Don't poke your eyes out, babe. Don't, don't do it. Don't <clears> be-
2: throat> Actually,
0: throat> um... <laughs> <laughs> freaking, I fucking love it because all the people on iTunes right now, all the people on iTunes right now, are like, what the.
1: By the way, this entire do? time I've been pushing imaginary glasses up my yeah, nose. Yeah, we've been typing and been pushing
0: others. glasses up our nose, not just <laughs> not, not just making fun of anyway.
1: Um, uh. So, so <laughs> he actually ran this through um, an IndieGoGo campaign a few years back, raised ten thousand pounds or ten thousand dollars, sorry, um, and then, and kept announcing that it's done and it's done. Oh, there's some things I need to fix, and it's done. Uh, I'm just going to add this thing to make it better, and it's done. And oh, then and it, I just
2: need to go get coffee. Hold on, I'll be right back and release it.
1: Yeah, right. Um, and then it got put on green light for, for a while. Uh, and it got green lit on green light. And then it didn't release, and it didn't release. Oh, it's, it's going to be out on this oh, it's not. Uh, it's going to be out on this date. Oh, no, it's not going to. Uh, it's going to be out on July 7th. that' oh, it's not, actually. Um, and he basically said, I want it to be perfect. It has to be perfect before I release it. And he's released it and it crashes. The UI is like a complete confusing mess. Uh, it's very possible to get the game into a no-win skate. No-win uh, no, no skate. Wins, no uh, skate free. You can port in skate free and have it not win. No, you can have, put it into a no-win state quite easily where you build up your party composition a bit wrong and that's it. You just get slaughtered um and it's just
0: 22 years can I can I ask how much this is right now because you can buy this game right now if you guys are listening to this and you guys are like hey cluster fuck UI old you know, like, RPG tropes sure. mm, yes crashes give me Here's those
2: what would you pay for this game before we go over how much it is what would you pay for it Dude, at this point you time?
0: couldn't pay me to play this
2: uh,
3: yeah I, I can not.
0: I am I'm, I'm really sorry but I'm looking at it and my eyes hurt and I'm just like I don't want to put my well, I've played Barbie Dreamhouse. I've played the Barbie riding games. I'm used to things that don't quite happen, you know? And I I just I don't know. I I think there are so many better <laughs> alternatives to this. I'm trying to oh.
1: the normal time in chat. It's the Dark Souls.
0: Souls RPGs.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Oh god
0: uh, Okay, so in <laughs> um, chat so far Yeah,
3: five
0: to ten, yeah, two dollars yeah. See, I was I was kind of going with I'd pay a couple of dollars to be able to get in on this How how much is it? 30 English pounds so 30 For you guys wait, in Canada more. That's like 58, 60 dollars Right?
3: But,
2: but wait, there's more he told you the discounted price. It's on sale right now for that. Oh, really? Yeah, if, nah. if you didn't know, look at the very first. The game's available with a 10% discount. That ends on- Oh, August. that's
1: finished now. The 10% off, that's oh, gone. Oh, it's you gone, You missed I'm your sorry. chance to get it for 27.
2: <laughs> it's now the full 30. I thought it was 33, so there's my <laughs> mess up. Okay, see, that would have made it even more- no, That would have made it palatable, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. 27, that's fine.
3: <laughs> we could just um, it right there. <laughs>
1: Thirty pounds.
0: Yes, 30. right, rightfully so. Fuck that right off. Says chat. Wonderful. Yes. Um, Asso- amen. Absolutely. Um,
1: the the dark souls of steam pricing. That that is exactly what that
0: is. I just th- th- to be fair to this game, right? <laughs> Had this come out a good few years ago, this would have been top notch. Yes, let's go for this. This this looks like. Wonderful. In
1: one of those big cardboard box yes. looking things to with sell With like a, your pieces a woman in
0: a bikini armour on the front. <laughs> yes. I can go for that. Yeah,
2: like, with a weird like sword over in the corner to make you know that it's an RPG, then yep. you know, like a dungeon crawler and not just like, you know, exploitation to sell you the game with, you know, random bikini clad women on the box, because yep. that's the 80s and that's how we do.
0: <laughs> my, my husband wants to know if it comes with an Amiga, well we definitely won't buy them because I already have three of those.
2: No, 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 it's a backtracks game. Can't you tell from the look?
0: Oh, Christ.
2: Again, England, <laughs> oh,
1: no. in, uh, England in the chat. It has it everything a modern game needs. Peter Molyneux. Peter
0: Molyneux. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, you that actually wonderful, and I adore you. Do you know what, guys? I'm going to plug a game right now. And now, now and again, I do this. I interject with a game that you guys could... Can... Go by King's Kingsway. Go away yes. and go and buy Kingsway. I just this is wonderful that it's come out and i'm really glad and i hope that this is archived for years to come a a long time ago this game would have been wonderful but in the state it is right now um and knowing how the sort of the the industry has changed and uh gaming habits have changed gaming needs have changed no i'll tell you what
1: i'll do you a deal right so if you if you're thinking, if you're still thinking, even now, or oh, 30 quid, mm, I, I, I'm intrigued enough to buy it. No, drop that 30 quid on the six out of 10 Patreon and Pippa <laughs> whip yourself up in 20 minutes that's better on fucking Unity and she barely knows how to use the fucking thing yet.
0: I tell you what, even better than that, like if you want game maker or RPG maker instead, I can do you like a cushy andare doodad. There you go. Or I can do you like a fucking Pong clone. Or a cat game. Well, I will make you a cat game. If you put $30 you dollars in Patreon right now, I will make you a cat game. Um, Boom. Oh, God. What did I just say? Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, oh, I don't want to have to do not, more work like this week. Um,
1: I'll just just, uh, just, check the number like spinning up on the Patreon for you to make this fucking cat game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just, just don't make it, um, okay, what was the one that uh, Edmund and Tommy or whatever were making that they they backed out of? Oh, on?
0: um, okay. I was really excited for that. Don't yeah, say, oh I no. Yeah, I have a shirt. Like, I have the fucking shirt. You have a shirt?
2: Yeah, I've got a paw print shirt that uh, I've got from uh, Tommy's website.
0: Oh, shit.
2: Yeah.
3: Meogenics!
0: <laughs> yeah, yes. yes. Meogenics Looks super good and I wanted to breed cow. You know what? I'm gonna make a game. maker game where you have to look after a cat that hates you. Oh, real life. Yeah, basically. If we if we get the Patreon up to like I don't I don't know like thirty dollars. What did we say? Was it thirty dollars you said? Because of the game off Oh,
1: per th- oh, head. For, no, a thirty pound a head. Oh, I'm £30. Pa- All right. right. All right.
0: Fine. Right there. Fine. I won't make you it.
1: Thirty dollars. I think it's basically that as it is. <laughs> I'll just fucking make it, it's
0: fine. But yeah, anyway, let's go back to what we were actually talking about instead of plugging things like crazy. I, again, I think it's good that this game is finally released. I think it's always good for developers to release things. It's one of the most difficult things to finish a thing, regardless of what you're manner of content it. creation you're in. Finishing a thing is hard. Yeah. Um, I just wish this had been a thing 22 years ago. Um, I'm, Even twenty one
2: years ago, I'd
1: accept it.
0: it. Yeah. Like,
2: honestly,
0: yeah, I was playing
2: uh, um, the the Gold Box, um, not D and D, Forgotten Realms uh, mm-hmm. games, oh, and yeah. like you know, the very early nineties, like ninety one. I if this came out in ninety one oh, my God, you would have never seen me again, dude. Like, I would have been gone. This would have been just my life. Right. And, like, this is what I was looking for then. And it reminds me of that era, which, again, is fine. It's, you know, it's a throwback and everything. We've got, like, um Legend of uh, Grimrock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is kind of where I see a lot of people are probably going to be like, oh, it's Legend of Grimrock knockoff and not realize how long it's been in production. Yeah. And, uh, it's that it's probably the other way around to a certain extent, although obviously not. But, yeah, you know, like, I can see it having a little bit of a niche for, you know, like I said, the people that are, oh, cool, it's old school. Oh, wow, 100 character slots. Oh, my God. There's some really cool ideas mm-hmm. for 50 years ago. Yeah. And if they implemented it into a, you know, nowadays updated game that wasn't a Might & Magic style dungeon crawler. Like, look, I love Might & Magic. I love d and I love those Forgotten Realms games. Oh, yeah. Nowadays, though, <laughs> nobody's buying this. I hate to tell you, but there's, like, myself, Tornus. Like I know mm-hmm. maybe three people total that would be interested who still aren't gonna buy it because this price is insane. Yeah, It really is.
1: And just just proving that 22 years is enough time for senility to set in before you type your price point into Steam.
2: I just, And I understand having to recoup cost because 22 years of costs had to add up for you. So right. yeah, I'm sure we 10 grand. Like, run, you. Running an Indiegogo oh, okay.
0: as well is just, yeah. I feel like that's a bit naughty.
2: I would have to agree. I presume
1: he gave copies back to the Indiegogo people. Sorry. I mean, I can only presume that was the case. But, but...
0: Again, they're getting a copy of this game. A long... Well, that was several
1: years ago, the Indiegogo, by the way. like oh, It wasn't right, like. Right,
0: right. Oh, it was like. i from kitty in the background. Oh. Sorry. Hi. I really like <laughs> cats.
2: <laughs> oh, I didn't even. Jesus. I didn't even uh, other, this. other side. <laughs> I just tuned him out. I didn't even notice he was there. Honestly, I've had him for 13 years. We're just, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's always around. I know he's there. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know where.
0: <laughs> sorry. Kitty, Kitty on the bed had a big uh, had a big stretch and a yawn, and every part of my cat brain went, make a fuss, make a fuss of the cat. <laughs> I'm, I'm awfully sorry. I'm super distracted this podcast. But yeah, again, I hope this gets archived. I hope this is a thing that's talked about. But... Uh,
1: yeah, well, we have talked about it and possibly given it more publicity than it's it's due. To be honest, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure I would enjoy the game if I played it, but that I, it's to the point where like I wouldn't even ask for a review key because I couldn't stomach promoting a game that was this overpriced. If that makes sense. Yeah, I, feel weird. I, don't, I
3: don't.
1: Um. So so yeah, I mean that's. And that's where i sit with it anyway
0: again it's another unfortunate game right we've talked about a couple of unfortunate games today and i think that's going to be another another one to add to the unfortunate pile speaking of so um
1: unfor- yeah. see speaking of that games that are unfortunately still going to come out uh destiny 2.
0: Oi, be uh, <laughs> i don't like it either but you know you gotta be nice uh, uh-
1: uh, Destiny 2 serves no role other than to hardened fuckboys to get their rocks off to playing a spacey shooter, in my opinion, but there you go. Um, so the PC version of Destiny 2 uh, is the fuck the streamers version of Destiny 2 insofar as they've put in safeguards to prevent you from like injecting code into the game, which, you know, you could, I don't know, boost yourself up to be invincible or whatever else. And in doing so, they've got. (laughs) You can't capture it uh, as a game. Like, you can't game capture it in in capture software. Well, like OBS or Expert or whatever else. Uh, You could, like, window capture it, which will make it look horrendous and framey and will munch up your resources and whatever else. Or or you can play it in windowed mode uh, to window capture it which will, again, use up more resources and it'll look worse for you as a gamer and blah, 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 blah. Um, fuck off, Bungie, is uh, the summation of that. Uh, I'm sick of your shit and your shit games. Yeah. Uh, anyone else get a comment?
0: Well, I mean, I the first time I heard of this, it was, you can't run an FPS counter on top of it. That
1: too. And Discord hooks as well won't
2: work with it. A lot of stuff will not be able to hook into the game, and vice versa. Right. Doesn't perhaps automatically give you the FPS counter thing up yeah. in the corner. So wouldn't just completely, you know, Fraps, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: No go? Wow.
0: Um. The I saw. Um. I think it was Elgato and XSplit uh, both put out posts being like, "If you want to capture it, this is how you can do so. It's not like it. it it's not, not ideal. Ideal." But it means you it's can capture it. your own it.
2: video card into a capture card again on the same computer, and you're basically double rendering it, so yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, that's... It's not feasible. It's yeah. just... But they're asking you to have a gaming rig separate so that you can hook it up into your capture card, and like, I don't understand why it's that extreme.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I just moved away from that because it's, it's bet- more cost-effective for me to run one rig that's really good than two rigs that are potato, right? It's more cost effective for me to do it that way, so that's the way that I've done it. Um, I, I, I. Like, my stream would look like shit, and my community would be like, babe, what have you done? Like, mm-hmm. for serious, why does this look so bad? Um, and I, I just kind of wonder, was this a trade off that was worth it? Because I understand the worry of people screwing with your multiplayer people um, becoming invincible people you know doing whatever to the game i don't I, I don't understand video games so somebody will have to explain it to me um but is that a trade-off worth taking when then streamers either your game looks like garbage on stream or they just don't fucking stream it
1: well i mean here's my hot take uh, there are other multiplayer games on pc you can capture them So I'm pretty sure if you took the time to fuck about and actually code it in properly, you would be able to make the same situation work for Destiny 2. Like, okay, yes, I I am absolutely without knowledge as to how you would do so. Oddly enough, I'm not a consultant on how to make games capturable for uh, live streaming. But odds are, considering pretty much every other fucking game on the planet is able to be captured in this manner, it's probably possible. And you probably could do if you could be asked. So um, yeah, I, I'm not really taking that. Like, and and considering how strong a marketing tool uh, content creators are for for your games, and especially considering the PC version is going to be coming out later than the console versions, which means this is a second wave of promotion for your game. I mean, that's already bullshit in the first place, anyway. But like. Uh, it should always be a married up release if at all possible I don't see why there'd be a huge difference between releasing on PC on console but (laughs) I'm sorry I'm just stealing your words (laughs) Um, but like that it's a second wave of uh, promotion for you you've got a whole another set of people that are gonna start promoting your game you've got a whole set of people that are gonna start re-promoting your game because they've already played it on console and they're gonna go to PC and re-level up over there and play through everything again and the extra content that's been released Like, and you're just going, nah, don't worry about that. Mental. You're actually mentally askew if you're just throwing that away, in my opinion. Like, it's just madness.
2: And somebody uh, who was at Taz brought up another good point here in chat, too. And uh, flat out, imagine when uh, Halo makes its way to PC because what if the same thing happens there? Yeah? Yeah. Like, I mean, you don't think people want to record Halo gameplay if it comes to PC? Like, dude, check it out. 4K gaming and Halo, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, apparently you can't record that at 4k because well they just don't want you to because multiplayer cheats and like come on there's cheats in every single game and uh, not saying you know like oh that makes it okay but everybody has found ways to work around it and for Bungie to just be like yeah yeah." and it feels like they just pushed it to the side honestly like it feels kind of like a slap in the face of a bunch of content creators who are again like was just mentioned big advertisement nowadays we really are. Like, yeah, you know, there's a reason people call us influencers. I can't fucking stand that word. But, but, <laughs> but it nice...
0: happens, and that's why, yeah, like. Exactly.
2: And that's the thing is like, why would you shut out any sort of, at this point, free, honestly, you're making money off of that advertisement because they're buying the game and then they're selling mm-hmm. more of them. So why would you turn that away? Like, I just, I don't see the the logistics to it working out for them in any positive way at all maybe it will but i you know like it seems like for the pc release that would be a huge market of you know interested parties and it would definitely coincide with the the market of twitch streamers that want to play something on pc that's multiplayer that's accessible by everybody and you know popular for that matter because let's be real those are popular games especially here on twitch right when they come out too and you know i just i i think it's they're really sort of Maybe they're not, maybe there is something more to it, but it feels like they're half-assing it to me and just kind of sort of neglecting one entire section of, of, you know, market that really should be a much larger focus for them, in my opinion.
0: Hmm. Mm -hmm. That, That baffles me, though, endlessly, because of, um... For Destiny, for the, for the first one, it felt like they fostered a community of Twitch streamers. They branded them as Destiny Family or whatever they were called. And they fostered a real sense of community where the streamers would have their Destiny players along with them. And they'd stand in their... Again, I don't really understand Destiny. Um, I've got a couple of friends who, who play it. Um, but they, they have little houses and then they, they have their different classes so they know... You know, who plays what, and they're helping people, kind of similar to the Warframe community, right? The Warframe community is very inclusive of new players who don't know where the hell to start, and Destiny, I felt, on Twitch was kind of similar. The people who wanted to pick up Destiny so late down the line, because don't forget you had to pick up Destiny in two expansions now. Um, People who wanted to pick it up so late down the line had a line where they could go into a Twitch chat and go, Yo, I've just started a Warlock, what am I looking for? Can somebody help me do House of Glass, or whatever it was called? Uh, and, and you know, people would fuck and be like, hey, I'll help you! Like, hey, this is the kind of gear that you want! Whenever the merchant fella had the right item, it would be all over Twitter that the merchant fella had the right item! Again, I'm paraphrasing like hell, because I don't understand Destiny. I, don't, I haven't really played it, it didn't grab me within the first sort of day or so of playing it, so I didn't kind of catch it. Oh, sorry! Three expansions but technically four, sorry, my bad. Um it, it was a nice community where people could sit there and work through it together. And to completely sort of almost eschew that to, to completely kinda of go, hey, you guys don't really fuck we're not we're not gonna you know That's
1: cater for you at all.
0: Awful. They will have got so much out of those communities. I know um when the Sparrow Racing League thing happened A bunch of my friends were like, yeah, we're gonna teach people how to roast their sparrows properly And it's gonna be great, and we're gonna push that kind of content And the merchant says we're gonna get as many people through these raids as possible And, you know, that, that kind of deal, it was good It was good, helpful content And considering the image that Twitch has around some of these big games Some of the time, and I always hate bringing it up, but we do In some games, in some communities, we have a piss poor reputation As, as you say Influences As communities, yep. right? That is but, true.
2: It's 100% true.
0: But that was a genuine good thing in a lot of spaces. And for them to completely push that aside and go, hey, you guys had this great thing. You can't do that anymore. That's awful, surely. And it baffles me where the sense is in it.
1: Well, there isn't. That's-, <laughs> <Long> <laughs> short. That's
0: a long
2: joke. Lack thereof. <laughs> Yeah, no, and that's the thing is, it's it's like a lack of, not even foresight honestly, but hindsight more so. And that's what's the most baffling. If it was foresight that they were missing, I can understand that. You know, maybe you don't know about Twitch, maybe you don't know about content creation outside of YouTube.
3: Right, even and them, that happens. It.
2: But at that point, but yeah, and you know, it does. Mm. Because there's people like, I have to tell people every day, you know, like, oh, what do you do for a living? Oh, I play video games on Twitch. You do what? You know, like, wait, what is this? Hmm. There's a website for this? You know, people don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, and, and, but with hindsight, they knew. And there's no excuse for just going, yeah, we don't need that. Like, yeah, you do. I hate to tell you, but you kind of do. Hmm. That's a huge chunk, and they're going to miss it. They really will.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and also, people are going to be, uh, as, as Kirsty rightfully says, people are going to be massively confused because it's going to be on the Blizzard launcher.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that's also another part of it, actually, because they're going to have to direct, you know, like, content creators are going to be part of the network of ways that people get directed uh, into, the, into the right place. And, to you know, this is where you need to go. It's not on Steam. Like, it's not on the place where all of the games are, mostly. Like, you, you need to go to this one particular one, which is very rarely used, and it's only there for WoW and Half Zone and Overwatch, right? And yeah, you know, like
0: that's. Um,
1: no. Uh, <laughs> yes.
0: yes, Diablo is important, yes. Uh,
1: no. um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I just find it very, very odd. Like, it just. I don't know. you just cutting off potential ways of yeah, growing it's, awareness, it's, directed traffic it's just it's madness
0: it's silly should we talk about games that are actually good yeah we do we do like to do this on the podcast just every now and then (laughs) we talk about games that are that are good um particularly things that we've been playing recently that that we think are are actual good fun and i think it's about time that that we did some good sam do you want to talk about yours first while i find the steam link for it because apparently i didn't do that this week because i'm naughty
1: outraged i'm walking out of this podcast Hi! Uh, <laughs> <Bye. I'm out. laughs> oh, thanks. Um, so this is a Lethis Path of Progress. So um, I, I've been on a bit of a stint of City Builders recently. Like I don't know why I've just kind of gotten the bug for it again. well um, So this one is like a steampunky twist on uh, on your City Builders, and it's very very focal on. Improving quality of life in little neighborhoods to build, you know, the size and the prestige of that area, and therefore the workforce and how much stuff gets consumed in, in that area, and therefore how much money you make, and how much trade you set up, and whatever else you've got missions based around doing that. And, um, it's just really satisfying. I don't, I, there's just something about this one in particular that just, um, scratches an itch for me Um, I think it's because it does have a bit of sort of extra challenge uh, beyond a lot of other city builders insofar as people are fucking needy as hell in this game you want me to have a slightly nicer house and you're gonna have to put every amenity really close by um, rather than just kind of roughly in the neighbourhood which is kind of the way of most city builder games so it, it it takes a lot of extra planning compared to a lot of others to ensure that you kind of get the right layout and to have everything in the right place and uh have access to everything else um i know there's just something about it like the art style as well is just like really nice hmm. like it's a little different from a lot of other city builders and yeah i just really dig it so i've just been kind of whiling away the hours on this more than anything else recently so that's, my, that's my one it's been out for a little while as well it just kind of passed me by and uh, so yeah I've been twiddling away on it and that's about it for that one
0: neat okay it's kind of steampunky right
1: yeah very steampunky like there's actually like steam uh, outlets like up in the mountains that you can just go and like plonk a fucking tube on it and then tube that steam Ooh. around your town and uh, yeah it's pretty neat alright
0: alright cool okay uh crops tell me about your one while I find a link to it because again I'm not terribly organized this week um yours is meant yeah, for I'm the future right?
2: Stuff. Yeah for once uh we've actually got a preview one uh which I guess I'm the first person to actually pull that off so my bad um but mine is actually Cook Serve Delicious too. that's coming out very soon in the future um I know people if you've watched me at all have actually seen me play it before and there's a video for it it's insanely addictive. Um, yeah, it's just typing, but my God, there are so many different like combinations of things. Oh, there's your favorite toilet flushing. <laughs> we were talking about that earlier. I um, there's, you have to take care of the entire run of the restaurant from every single order that comes in to the prep of the food now, uh, which is new for this version. Uh, apparently there's, I think twice as many uh, prep stations as there were before, which, oh my goodness, that's going to confuse me terribly. That's terrifying. Um, but <laughs> you get a full like there's going to be 16 stations apparently if if all 16 are full of food at the same time there's no way I'm getting that done. <laughs> there's just no way. And no. You know, and it's like it gives you that real life like oh my god it's really rush hour what do I do and you're ripping your hair out. And mm-hmm. I, I tell you uh, Chubigans is uh the name of the uh, the dev on Twitter and he's always putting out uh, dev progress and stuff like that and just the man does a lot of research let's just say and I, it's, it's really, really cool to see this coming into focus alone after having played the first one so much. It's just, oh man, d- d- I really recommend these. I, I can't recommend it enough. It seems so stupid, but this is like one of the most addicting games of the past few years for me. Like far.
1: It's, it's just the joy of abusing your keyboard to make stuff. There's something re- like, <clears throat> I put lasagna in the chat, like how oh, to make a lasagna God. in the chat. Yep. It's it's really satisfying, slap because the
2: noises as well when you're like slapping in the different layers. There's it's just like, something. You have to really hit six spying. times and then spice it once and then hit enter So you T T-T-T, T T T T T T T you know S air. Yeah. You just you get this rhythm going on in your head and it's almost like you're making music to it at the same time. Like I it's it's to. really it just it I don't know like it just brings that smile to your face and you're seeing good food and. You know, it gives you like, man, tomorrow I need to have a steak or I need to make like chicken parmesan or something. So, you know, it kind of gets you out of those funks that you're in of like, oh, let's just get a McDouble, you know. <laughs> well, it's it's the small things like that in life, it really is. But uh, the first one I can't recommend enough and local mm. co-op as uh, the video just said actually is coming in this one, which <laughs> I can't wait to see how bad I make people just fail next to me because <laughs> I won't do it for them. <laughs> it's elbows
1: in the ribs, right? It's like Mario Kart, but with food. I just
2: <laughs> and I, It's going to be a friendship ruiner, much the same way that like Smash and um, yes. um, I can't Mario Party is. You know, I, I can only imagine that once we get into the multiplayer, it's going to ruin friendships.
0: So, as somebody who, and I'll put my hands, as somebody who hasn't really played the first one for more than like twenty minutes, and kind of went, "Oh, this is scary. I'm going to stop before I get angry." Is that something that, genuinely now, is there something that you recommend picking up and and genuinely learning to play? Is it that good?
2: It's, if you get scared by it, like, I'm not going to lie, it will get worse as you get later on, because you have to keep improving the food. So, like, you start out with, um, uh, let's use the fish, for example. Um, You just get a normal fish. You have to chop all the, you know, like, hit up, down, left, and right, spice it up or whatever, and hit enter as you get later on, like you'll add other stuff in, like you may actually have to put a lemon on top of it sometimes. So like, you'll notice like, you know, freaking out while you're doing all these orders, you read one of them and it's like, oh, but this one's with lemon. You're like, oh geez. And you like, you know, you try to remember it really quick. And like, you, it it sounds so, you know, rip your hair out. Like I said, kind of, you know, make you worry about everything. But at the same point, it. It kind of brings you into this focus of learning how to type better. I've improved my typing skills just because of this game. Right. And I'm I'm a hunt pecker. <laughs> like, I have to look at my keyboard and like, uh, do this and this one's here and okay, and this one I just kind of like I look at the screen. I just now I know where everything is. It's honestly like you could have given me this instead of you know uh, Mavis, what's her name, teaches typing and Mario. You know, it's a me Mario. This is an A. Type it. You know that type of that type <laughs> damn thing. This would have been as yes. a kid i would have oh my goodness this would have been the best teaching tool ever by far
0: well this is and the thing like the only way i know how to type is typing in the dead
2: Nah, oh. see same here I'm, yeah. I'm so Where's zombies?" Yeah. <laughs> yep. and i'm so bad at that one and it's you know that's i can do this on extreme mode i can actually perfect days on extreme mode and i beat the entire game on extreme nice. so that's something i thought i could never do i turned it on the first day i did a perfect i'm like you know let's just keep going with this i guess like you when you blow your own mind doing something of that nature too it's uh, that you know you just feel like you're all strong at that point so it's it's good times it really is
0: all right okay i'll i'll look into it for sure then uh maybe for future stuff um my recommendation (laughs) my recommendation for this week is one that we actually finished the stream a little while ago um but i went back and Played more of it, and that's not like me in any way, shape, or form. Um, I once I finished the game, I am usually done because I don't want to do the same thing over and over and over again. I went back and found more content for this because I'm like, I need to know what the other endings are. I need to know what I've missed because I missed a bunch of stuff in my playthrough. I need to know what's next. The Infectious Madness of Dr. Decker is an FMV game. It's an FMV game where you have taken over as a uh, resident psychiatrist And you are trying to figure out which one of your patients murdered the previous psychiatrist But also you're trying to kind of get to the root of these people's problems You're trying to work out actually what is it that's bothering them Um, And can you in fact help them through that Because as a psychiatrist, that's kind of your job. Um, The game, about a quarter of, or a third of the way through, takes a weird supernatural twist that doesn't actually exist. And it's wonderful. It's from then on in, the game fucks with you endlessly. And you question everything you type. The game is also... Um, Quite closely rooted to actual psychiatry and psychology. A lot of the endings that you get, and a lot of the interactions that you get are better or worse depending on how far or how close you stray to actual psychological principles. Which is kind of neat. I like it a lot. I've been back, I've played it to try and get some of the other endings. Um, The game goes from being a straight up um psychiatry like hey these people are uh uh are ill um there, there's something wrong with them let's work out who killed the doctor to oh my fucking god what is happening in this office i want to leave this office i want to leave here forever please don't ever let me come back it's wonderful it's absolutely absolutely wonderful uh, and i love it um it gets a little bit frustrating in that sometimes when you type things the characters are like No, I don't know what that is. Like, where are your shoes, Mariana? No, I don't know what that is. Mariana, oh, so where the fuck are your shoes, Mariana? Get your feet off the sofa! And Mariana's like, no, should we talk about you, Doctor? And it's like, no! Let me talk about the fact that you don't have shoes on in my office! Um, it's good, it's engaging, and it's quite short. To the point where you can play it over a, a, a good couple of days, and then you feel like, yeah, okay, that was a good story experience. Because mm-hmm. it genuinely is a good story experience. The other thing is, if you watch somebody stream it, um, or you do one playthrough yourself and you want to go again, the ending will change, depending on how you play it, um, down to who killed Dr. Decker. Interesting. Um, it It's done by the people who did Contradiction. But it's much smoother going than than uh, mm. Contradiction is, as far as I can see. I much had trouble with Contradiction.
1: Like, I I enjoyed it, but it was just very... It wasn't satisfying to play. Right. Like I didn't really feel like I was progressing, but the game was progressing and pulling me along with it. If that made sense. I didn't feel mm-hmm. like I was the one making the progress. It was just the game was going to spin out in whatever right. way it was going to spin out.
0: Um, warning Um, for the faint of heart, there are a couple of jumps in it. And there are a a couple of uh, subtle things in it, that if you're looking at the wrong part of the screen, at the wrong time, your heart will stop and you will shout at the game for being such a dick to you. Um, But that's good, because it adds to the way that the narrative works. It, it, it uh, It goes along with the way the narrative works, and it's cheap. This oh, game seven is quid, some, something like that. I've, yeah, I've linked that it in chat. Us. It's it's cheap. It's a really good involving experience. You will find You're yourself loving or hating the characters. There's not a character that I had air eh, feelings about.
3: Mm-hmm. There
0: wasn't a character that I didn't particularly care about. Um, out of the sort of main cast in the auxiliary sorry, cast. Even... Yeah, the a lot of the auxiliary cast you can just ignore and it doesn't affect your gameplay. The main cast. Each one of them is uh, either endearing or disturbing according to their quirks And they're done very, very well for the twist that the game gives you It's good, go buy it, go play it, it's wonderful hmm Yeah
1: I do get that. that's why I, I well I, I had it as my game in a week at one point before I passed the torch on to you to actually play yeah and yourself. I kind
0: of went oh I don't know how I feel about this and then it got to the point where on cast I went guys we're going to play something else I don't think I can deal with this anymore today <laughs> we're going to play something else for a little bit we'll come back to this tomorrow um... so,
1: so now we're passing the torch to you Crumbs <laughs>
2: <laughs> No, I have to be the one that gets tortured by actually buying this and playing it I see fair enough it, it doesn't, doesn't-
1: haven't
0: oh, played it too. Don't
2: worry. Like it honestly does look like something I'd enjoy, so, you know, that ain't it... too far out of the realm of possibility.
0: The acting's a bit hammy on occasion, but it drives the point home that they're all a bit, um...
3: But, uh, that the they all, is... d-
0: all belong in a psychiatrist's office, including your secretary. You will grow to hate your secretary with every fiber of your being.
1: <laughs> um, but no, the thing is, the ending that I got for the game, and I won't say what it was for, for, for fear of spoilers, but the ending that I got from the game actually goes a long way to explaining the hammy acting as well. Like, yes. it actually works to, uh, to explain it, which is just kind of weird. Like, I don't know if it was intended to do so, but it kind of does. So it do
0: is. so do another two out of the like eight endings that you can get. Oh, they really? play along with that as well, yeah.
1: yeah that's interesting.
0: So it depends on, on like how far down the, the rabbit hole you go with these people. Yeah. Um, no, I don't love, I don't love Jaya. Jaya can get the fuck out. I, I tried <laughs> on multiple occasions to fire my secretary uh, during the course of the game. <laughs> um, Instead
1: you accidentally gave her a raise.
0: Yes I did! because <laughs> uh, I'm that good at me. How the hell
2: does that happen?
0: I sometimes you type things and they just take it two steps ahead. Uh, it's an unfortunate. it's it's the unfortunate nature of the game. The game works on a keyword principle, and sometimes you'll say something and they'll go, Oh yes, my dead cousin Amanda and you're like, Who mentioned a dead cousin Amanda? Um but yeah, yeah, it's it's uh it's good, it's good, it's cheap, um and and the characters are all mental and it'll make you think a little bit about stuff maybe, uh so go go play that.
1: Um, yes.
0: Let's talk about narratives then, I guess, because we've just gone from my favourite narrative of the last week to
1: well to the fact that well this is maybe this is a personal opinion that I'm impressing upon everyone else and that is that narratives aren't as uh, ain't what they used to be I don't know whether it's because I'm getting old uh, or, or what but I kind of feel that modern day narratives just aren't as developed they aren't as well rounded they aren't as involving they aren't as heart-wrenching and, and and just pulling you along for the ride in general as they were 10 15 plus years ago like they don't have that same sort of creating a bond or an attachment between you and who you're playing as or who your characters interacting with uh, as as they previously did to the point where when there is a game that has genuinely good narrative we sing and shout about it a lot because it's a rarity now as opposed to the norm and as I say, I don't know whether that's just me. Do, well, what do you guys do? You guys agree with that rough sentiment?
2: Sadly, one hundred percent yes. Uh, we were talking about this last night. Once again, to bring up Final Fantasy fifteen, because we just have to go back to that and you know, bring the knife one more time. Um, Body touches it. In. <laughs> but uh, I like we we were talking about this in my cast last night, and how because um, we had one of the uh, the guys that actually worked on fifteen came in, and uh, I was giving it. A little bit of my usual shit at the time. If you know me, I tend to call out anything that's wrong with video games because I break them constantly. <laughs> I just do. Um, and yeah, I feel you. you know, we, were, we were talking about how it got rushed, and sure, that wasn't the only problem with it, but the the story just doesn't ever really go as deep into what needs to be gone into as it could have like i'm trying not to spoil anything with it or get too in depth on 15 but the whole like the the idea of the star scourge is like the story of the game and they just kind of like yeah but this is your bad guy worry about him and just kind of blow it off and don't ever really say anything and yeah the stuff is there if you look and if you buy like the 900 page final fantasy 15 you know compendium book whatever it's called um watch the fucking movie yeah, exactly. And then watch the movie and watch the anime and play the uh, uh King's clave game. Uh, I forget what it's called. But the you know, the little anime game or whatever. And like, you what, know, I have tower to do defense all that. Game? Uh was there one?
0: Yeah, uh, you mean the
2: yeah?
0: one uh, what about the what about the fishing game that's coming? How much lore will I discover <laughs> from <laughs> the VR fishing a, game?
2: I mean, come on, how are you ever gonna have your complete Final Fantasy fifteen experience without the backstory of Groupie the Grouper? Or... Mm, oh, this card appears to have eaten a magical
1: artifact. I wonder what this import this could have on my journey.
2: Hmm, maybe I should put on my VR goggles and shoot my prompto gun into the water and hope that it's much like shooting fish in a barrel and hey, we win. <laughs> like and back to the story thing, like yeah, like she said, like that isn't gonna add anything. Let's be real. And you know, they had to separate out parts of it "Quote unquote" for you know the season pass and turn it into this long drawn out two year process of giving you the whole story of fifteen, and it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean like a Final Fantasy seven. We're even going back to games where we had a good narrative, debatably good narrative. We'll get there, but um, you know, like back in the day when we had the RPGs that were like, oh my god, I care about you know, what the hell, you know that stuff. And I don't, there's no Aerith nowadays. There's no Sephiroth and Aerith moment. There's no, you know, anything like that. And even with those stories, we're going back and remaking them now and they're going to split up seven into different pieces and draw it out mm-hmm. the same way that 15 is going to be. And it's like, we're going to lose the entire story in the process, guys. You have to go concisely. Here's where it starts. Here's all the stuff that happens. Oh my God, it's getting really crazy. Here's the end. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's how I know it. I don't go all right, here's like the first third of it that doesn't end on any sort of ending point other than, hey, here's where disc one ended on the old PlayStation days. You just happen to leave the town, here's the end of part one. It's not mm-hmm. a, big, you know, sure it's a moment, but it's not a big, you know, Sephiroth moment that you should put an ending in it to be continued at. And, you know, like, you, like you're saying, it's just, it, the whole narrative just gets lost in everything now. And at like 15, you know, I, back to it, like we said last night, it's just, Sure, it's a story, but it's not. It doesn't feel like a full, complete. Oh my God, I really care about these guys. What's going on? What's with that opening scene? We nobody understands the opening scene of that game even after playing it, and that's where you know the story got lost because that's it's it's obvious. I don't want to spoil it because I know somebody's in here watching my playthrough for the first time. But like, yeah, it's it's. But, uh,
1: yeah, we had a discussion yeah, I'm, about I'm why, why the, yet, the, so... the, the opening song didn't fit the situation particularly yep. well. And yeah, like, having played through it, I can kind of see how it fits. But also, this is a game for for, for new, uh, uh, for, for beginners and, and old fans or whatever the fuck the turn of phrase they were using with it. Whereas, if I don't understand the need for this and how this works from the outset of me turning on the game, then why it, it's not for the new, particularly. Mm. Yeah. I would agree.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah. Um- and that's
1: like the theme song in a fucking game. Like... <laughs>
0: I I kind of um bring it back to what what chat's saying chat mentions Kafka a lot and Kafka's always the one that I think of that moment mm. where Kafka just destroys everything, everything and you sit there and you go well oh. then. you <laughs> want <laughs> You have that oh moment. And I remember, um, because I come from a point and click background. Uh, Point and clicks were my jam, that's where I come from. Uh, I have a Grim Fandango tattoo because Grim Fandango was the game to get me into video games. Uh, Mm -hmm. And there's a part in Grim Fandango where um, your your main hero, uh, Manny, is, is chasing a woman across the land of the dead. And he sees her as she gets on a boat and he goes to grab hold of the boat and she throws a bottle at him and he falls into the sea. Right? So this woman that you've been chasing that you want to look after, she actively stops you from being able to save her. And you take a moment and you sit back in your chair and you go... uh? Mm-hmm. Ooh, what? Um... You know, these, these story moments where you kind of sit back and you go... Huh... Like, that's what gaming and storytelling specifically should be about, is those moments. There's a really great moment fun. in Monkey Island 3, where he produces this cursed ring, and he puts it on her finger, and she turns to gold, and you sit back and you go, You, you stupid... and he leaves, he goes to find out how he can break the curse, he comes back, And what has happened in this pirate-infested town that he's left his fiancée as a gold statue in? She's been kidnapped by pirates! Because they think she's treasure. And you sit back and you go... Oh... Here we go. Yep. Mm -hmm. There it is. And it's... It's... uh, Like... Again, I can think of all these amazing moments, but I can't think of one that's... Recent. I can think of good stories, but I can't think of a, a story that gripped me so hard that I didn't want to let it go. I'm thinking about mm. things like Golden Sun. I'm thinking about even back as far as fin- um, as close even as Final Fantasy X, um, where you suddenly realise what your main character is all about. And again, I won't spoil it in case you haven't played it, because X is is one of my favourites. Um, I know you should go and play it. Go play it, even if it's just for the, the hammy laughter that makes sense.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the,
1: part that, the part that really gripped me in ten was the part where uh, Titus finds out stuff at Albert's yes. home. Mm-hmm. That fucked me
2: up. I was like, that was the
0: whoa, yep, yep.
2: yep. Um, and somebody just brought it up. Gino, Nino Cooney. There's oh. in the beginning. The big story oh, plot
0: thing. that I can't watch anymore. I started a new yeah. game of Nino Cooney the other day because I'm excited for the second one. I gave yes. my controller to my husband. I said, "Play through the beginning bit for me. Let me know when it's done."
3: <laughs>
0: because I can take it. I can take him being upset about it afterwards. I'm a proper mummy's girl, right? So I cannot watch that beginning section at all mm-hmm. because it plays with yep. my emotions to no end. I can't do it. Um, so, there's a really good example of a recent one. I'm thinking of stuff like Until Dawn. Mm-hmm. Where the narrative grabbed me massively. Yeah. But I don't think there was a moment where I kind of went... No, I lie, there was. There was a moment in Until Dawn where I suddenly went, Yeah, I need to play this. Um, one of the characters, it turns out, is more than he first appears. One of the characters that you play as is more than he <laughs> appears. And you should see it coming from the beginning, and you don't. Mm. Hmm you nobody nobody i know saw that coming from the beginning and you kind of sit back and you go ah okay but that's a couple and that
1: that, that i appreciated how clever that was written in and i appreciated how cleverly it it played out but i wasn't invested i wasn't gripped
0: not in all of them
1: experience but i wasn't there with it you know know. Right. Need-
0: whereas something like oh, but- Mother three every single character you play in mother three you care about otherwise you're not playing it right hands down
2: pretty much yep the- chrono trigger which i mentioned earlier like i mean you've yep. got the you know the scene where chrono challenges lavos and then you're just as a kid i was 16 or 14 when that came out and playing that i don't know another game at the time where your main character just goes and you're just like <laughs> I, I, dude, my mouth was wide open. jaw was on the ground the entire time playing through that. You know, I'm clicking the A button and just like, there's no way this just happened. No fucking way. And it gives you your party back and you're without him. And you're like, whoa. the fuck do I do? He was the only guy I leveled. Um, oh my God, oh God, God. you know, and like, it just gives you that like, whoa moment. And then you you kind of start hearing rumors of, you can bring him back, dude. You're like, I need to know, I need to know, I need to do this now. Like, you know, like you get invested in it to the point where you are like jumping off of your seat to bring this guy back to, you know, so that you can get to that part of the story and be like, yes, you know, like that type of stuff. And I, I haven't had that since, and you know, Cooney had those moments, like I said, but you no know, Cooney's since probably a Super very Nintendo era. Big
0: game though to keep that level of intensity. It's a very big game to be able to deal with that, and that was a problem that I did have with Nino Kuni, was it's I a agree. very daunting experience because there's so much to it, and the uh, the narrative intensity drops off the second that you have Pokemon battles to do, and you have stamps to collect, and yeah, but that's that's me again. Like I'm I'm not enjoying The Witcher Three as much as other people do because there's so much to do, and I'm like, ugh.
2: And she just brought up my problem with the Witcher series in general. I played one and was just like, where do I go? There's so much to do, and now look at Witcher 3. There's an infinitesimal amount more to do, and right. <laughs> what am I going to do?
0: <laughs> I'm going to um,
2: ADHD off the walls.
0: Well, I don't <laughs> want my hand held constantly. I would, I would prefer a little tap on the shoulder and a, hey, that direction is probably your best. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's 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 one of those things. But again, like I get super daunted by by big games because I don't have a lot of time. What I will say for The Witcher Three though is that the smaller story arcs, as you complete them, uh, so things like the Baron um, and the uh, tree in a cave thing um, with the horse, those sort of mini stories are so brilliantly written because I didn't know what to do. And that is wonderful! Mm. To move away from a paragon renegade system and into a complex This happens but has x consequence, or this happens but has x consequence And you sit there with chat and you go chat I don't know what to do Mm
3: Mhm
0: Nothing I do here feels... Right Or you go hey this feels right and then as consequence y comes in you go no 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 this wasn't what I intended no, no, yeah. this wasn't what I intended at all. And again, it's a, it's a sort of Kafka moment. Your, your intention is to beat the bad guy and to be the hero, and suddenly Kafka comes along and goes, "It's <laughs> really funny." Do you know what I'ma do?
2: And see, you thought wonderful. it was him. Yeah.
0: Right. It's, it's actually wonderful. This, this method of writing where you almost feel trapped by consequence. Where art sort of um, again, like art imitates life, right? We all have that thing where we all make these trade-offs. These trade-offs hurt in one way or another. There is never a paragon or renegade moment in real life. There no. isn't. There's no true paragon and true renegade moment in real life, like ever. That's that's no. not a thing. So to bring that realism into games is super interesting, and I hope that that's something we see more of because there's nothing more dull than a paragon playthrough let's be nice to everyone renegade playthrough let's be a dick to everyone yeah like no there's there's nothing fun about that no and that's where like
2: walking dead and the telltale ones kind of give you that mixture yes you still have a renegade and you still have a you know there's the you know extreme polar opposites there's really only so much you can do with it but at least it hides it a little bit better. It doesn't flat out give you like, hug this person or kick this person square in the junk, you know, as like, yeah. you know, renegade or you're well, good. And kind mean, of, I mean,
1: of- I mean, Wolf like, Among Us does
2: give you those exact options, but- <laughs> it does. That's a little bit different though, because Big Bigby's a little bit of a dick. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but then that but, gives it some kind of dimension, right? And that brings hmm. you into, it pulls you into that world. Again, it's a world with consequences. And Big B, unfortunately, has to deal with a bunch of consequences because he's an asshole. Mm-hmm. Or at least my, my Big B's an asshole. Cause yeah, so. A lot of
1: punching, not so much talking. That's that's how my Big B was.
0: Yeah. But it's cool. Motorbike jackets and spikes. Cool. <laughs> um, I think I'm a lot cooler than I actually am, I feel. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, uh, they, we're getting these narratives back And again, I'm a fan of, of point-and-click games And to have something like Thimbleweed Park Thimbleweed Park mm-hmm. was really neat I didn't care about everyone But it was a step closer than the reiterations of Monkey Island that we had And it was a step closer than the, the weird Jurassic Park uh, um, uh, Back to the Future
3: Oh
0: my god. Was okay. That Jurassic
2: Park game was a fucking travesty though. <laughs> right? That I'm, I'm still trying to go back because I'm a completionist and I like to achievement hunt. Oh my god. I am tr- I tried to go back to that and just you look at one screen of it and just go like, wow, this is when they were first starting these things. And you can tell like it's, it's night and day difference from where Walking Dead is now and where Jurassic Park was. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. If you I'm gonna I'm gonna plug another game really quick. If you are an achievement hunter uh, and you like verb-based point and click adventure games, go by Thimbleweed Park because uh, there are specks of dust in the game. Specks of Ooh. dust that you collect, and if you don't collect all of them, yeah, you start a new game and you start again. You don't you don't get the that's achievement me. unless you get all that's, the specs of me. dust. And it is literal pixel hunting, like we used to do when we get stuck because yeah. we didn't have the internet.
2: <laughs> I remember like, one of those days where either like if you had the Nintendo hotline, that was like the only option you had, other than praying to God that they I put like it in, you know, power next seven dollars a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on, let me go get the book for you, kid. And three minutes later, they come back twenty one dollars richer and like, oh yeah, they knew the answer the whole time. And just like, oh, what we what we're looking for is you need to go into Dracula's castle and simply hit him because he won't move. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> <really, really laughs> top kid. Wow, damn man, that was that was worth the thirty-eight bucks you just paid me. Good day.
0: Yeah. Hey, excuse me, how do <laughs> I solve the tree stump puzzle? Uh, some somebody in Worst chat. Where's man
3: hurts
2: wife?
0: <laughs>
1: oh. I mean, oh, 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 you can hear at the End of the uh, end of the phone line is just. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, hold on, hold on. got uh...
1: I wonder how how many more minutes I can do this for before they'll just hang up. <laughs>
0: what? Metroid crawl. <laughs> That's my favorite. I swear to god, when those games when when we got that uh and Mevis was a thing and people were like how do I make Metroid do a ball? <laughs> like, yes. This is my favorite timeline. Like this is this is wonderful. This is actually wonderful. Um um, well, and uh, the,
1: you know what was really, really good storytelling as well? Was it Unwritten Tales? That fucking. Uh, that four part. Stories uh, Untold. Stories Untold. Yes.
0: Stories Untold is wonderful.
1: That is some fucking storytelling right yeah, now. Yeah, it is. That was gripping.
0: But it's also. It also builds atmosphere. It, it does that really well. It uses sound design super well. Um.
1: Hey, Cramps! You know another game that you should totally pick up?
0: <laughs> I feel like oh, I goodness. feel like I'm I'm me, me and me me and Sam are just mentioning all these games that that I oh, love, and yeah, everybody everybody do always does this. They sit there and go, "Yeah, that one, uh huh." Yeah, yeah, that one, uh huh. And I, I always worry that my game taste comes across as like the weirdest fucking thing, because <laughs> I'm like, "Hey, <laughs> play Kingsway because it's Windows ninety five plus D and D." Hey play Blitzball endlessly, play Pyre because it'll make you cry, uh, but also play Dekka because it's frightening a little bit. Cool! Good, like, play, good play talk Decca, everyone! You shout
1: fuck off for 10 minutes on
3: cast.
0: <laughs> I did, I did, I looked away from the screen and I said fuck off for 10 whole minutes. It was wonderful, <laughs> what a great experience that was. <laughs> Oh, I shouldn't be allowed to. I, sh- I genuinely shouldn't be allowed on this website. I, I, I should not be allowed on this website in any way, shape, or form. Um, but yeah, no. Um, there's, there's a, there's a, there's some good examples of good storytelling. But you look at things like um, Dante's Inferno, for example, which is based on one of my favourite pieces of literature, and I'm like, what is this? Right, mm-hmm. well, you look at what was the journey to the west, uh enslaved.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: You look at the potential that that could have had, and you go, mm. and I wonder if it's to do with sort of development times or audience types now. Is it? Is the it thing is, is
1: enslaved it, was a competent game.
0: Right, it just but... wasn't
1: story delivery.
0: No, and like... it. I really hope that stuff like Beyond the,
2: the Good News Inferno is another one that, that kinda comes to mind. Um, I mean, again, look at all the source material you've got to work with. Yeah, it was okay, but I mean that was such an on like action adventure quote unquote platformer that like I don't know, it kinda took away a little bit of something from it and never right. really felt got into the story. It was just like, All right, here's your Metal Gearish section and here's like five seconds of like, Oh, did you know that you're dead? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's right. That's not where they went.
0: Right. Whereas, uh, like, Divine Comedy and everything is, is it, like it's all wonderful, all of it from start to finish. And you didn't need to put all of it in start to finish, but some context, and then actually drawing from the literature further than "Maha, you're dead. This is hell." ha, would have been wonderful, super good. Mm-hmm. But instead, we got that mess. I just.
1: So, 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 what, what, what do you think it is? Do you think it's there is less, or do you think it's kind of like a perception of time? Because, like, if you if you kind of look back at your the things you enjoyed as a kid, you'll pick out, you'll cherry pick uh, the fantastic TV shows that are on when you were a kid. Oh, uh, there ain't any like that nowadays, apart from this one and this one and this one and this one and this one, which are all spread apart a little bit. But were they spread apart a little bit back when you were a kid as well, and you just remember your childhood as a chunk of time, that's sort of a, a single segment as opposed to each year, each month, each day that you are experiencing now. Maybe that's more what it is because like Valhalla was like the the most fantastic vertical slice of a universe. Like it's the best book I've ever played. Like <laughs> it was it was fantastic. But like, that's another example of like a recent game that does uh that that kind of storytelling very very well but am i just viewing that as further apart than stuff that i played as a kid like you know different releases done further apart and because there's more stuff in the market overall i view the market overall as having less value compared to the fewer games that were available back then is it a perception thing or is it a reality thing that's that's i guess that's kind of my wondering
2: and yeah, I'm, I'm being, you know, the old guy around, I'm usually the oldest guy in any of these conversations, but uh, yeah, kind of the same thing. Like, I don't know, like we didn't, I did get my hype up back in the day when I saw stuff, but it was such a limited, um, what am I trying to say? Like it's it was such a limited view or scope of what was coming out that we were actually able to view, whether it was Nintendo Power or Electronic Gaming Monthly, um, you know any of these things where you would just see like a picture in a one paragraph blurb about hey chrono trigger is coming out doesn't this look beautiful like that's what sold me arc the lat was mm-hmm. i looked at it, like whoa that is the most amazing looking picture i've ever seen i got to play well,
1: this really looks like a tree you know
2: <laughs> <laughs> the 3d is real man holy cra- you know like and uh, it wasn't that good but beside the point like it, it I guess back then I was a little bit more as Chrono Trigger comes on screen. Beautiful timing. Um, but like, as as back then, I just, I don't know, maybe I was a little bit more reserved in how hyped I got myself or anything. And nowadays, like, everything is this hype train of, mm-hmm. oh man, NBA 2 k 18s coming out and it might be in the Olympics. It's like that didn't make it better. Like, uh, you know, like yeah. everybody kind of gets this, you know, like No Man's Sky that we were talking about this humongous hype train that can't possibly get off the tracks at any point, right? Except that it never got on the tracks in the first point and it's running backwards. You know, mm-hmm. so I, to me, it's a little bit, I think, pushed towards the letting yourself build the hype up too much. Um, you know, like I back in the day, I think I was just a little more reserved than I am now as far as that goes. And that's weird because I was a kid and you know, yeah. you just think like, oh man, oh blah, blah, blah. You know, and I just kind of went, okay, cool. I want to play that. And it just never went to extreme, uh, you know, kind of like fanboyism levels, if you would. Like it does seem to a lot nowadays. Maybe it's just mm-hmm. with the internet, I see it more. But I just don't think even my friends never really, you know, like at school, would never just be like, "Dude, did you see the new thing? Oh my god!" Blah blah blah. And before internet, I know, but we never yeah. had those moments. And I think nowadays it's more the hype that's having those moments, and then you find out it's not as good later on, that kind of kills it all off.
0: I think um, part of it as well is, don't forget, uh, we were children and mm-hmm. so we were limited to our parents' income and our parents' choice and things like that for a great deal of time, mm-hmm. right? Um, for, for the for the longest period of time, uh, personally I had Amiga and I had the computer and then eventually I was given a, a PS2, but I didn't have like anything in between those. Uh, so I missed out on a great deal. Um, a lot of the stuff that I buy now I buy games all the time, as a content creator. I am receiving cards and doing previews and stuff all the time. Back then, I had Harvest Moon Back to Nature for the PS2. I had that for 6 months and that was the only game I had. And then I had to buy a a memory card because it didn't work with PS2 memory cards, only PS1 memory cards, so 6 months later I managed to convince my parents. To get me the right memory card so that I could actually play more than the first, like, week. Over and over and over again. And for a long while, that was the only... I, I got really good at that first week, right? I got really good. <laughs> um, but I I got... Um, you know, that-, that was the only game I had for a long while. We had the Amiga, so we had Monkey Island, right? And for the PC, we had stuff like Simon the Sorcerer and we had Grim Fandango, right? But mm-hmm. that was all we could afford at the time, and my parents, my, my mom, didn't really understand video games all that well. So she would pick a game that she liked, latch onto it, and that was all she would buy. Whereas again, now, me and her, we buy games. All the time. I, my library has got, it's closing in now on 600 games, and I don't like more than half of them. And I think that's a big part of it too, is I'm experiencing a lot more content now than I was then. So whereas before, you had a standout title, and you knew it was a standout title, so you would buy that standout title, and you would play it. Now, it's like a lucky dip whether we hit that standout title or not. You know, we've been talking about No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky could have been wonderful, but it wasn't. That was still a game that I experienced. Barbie Dreamhouse, unfortunately for Barbie, was a piece of shit. I still experienced that. <laughs> Decker was great. I experienced that. Like mm-hmm. Legion is okay. I am experiencing that. Right? It's 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 that thing. I am experiencing so many games at the moment that it becomes this weird kind of mesh of okay and good. Whereas before, all I had was good things. I hate touching. Right? Yeah
2: one Seeker Castle, Super Mario Brothers 3. Enough said.
0: <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's yeah, it's it's a weird one. Um so yeah, I think that factors into it as well that we are actively we are actively consuming more now as adults yeah. than we were back then. And again, we have to be obviously we have to be selective with our money because I know my resources are fucking finite. Yeah, I, I don't know about you guys, but my resources are certainly finite. Um, so I have to be quite selective over what I play, but I'm not going to play the same game for six months because nobody will buy me another game for six months.
1: And then equally, do you think that colors your perception? Because your means are limited, but the market is saturated, and then you purchase a game that's not always cracked up to be or made up to be, like do you think that also colors your perception of how common good games are because you've had negative experiences within limited means as opposed to limited experiences but a limited market so you've not really had that much experience i I think that could be part of the color towards it as well really
2: Absolutely. And, you know, like like both of you were saying, with the, you know, I don't want to say the flood, because, I mean, well, I do get a lot, but, you know, like with all the the preview codes and everything that you get, it's, you know, I'm not saying that nothing stands out. I've gotten plenty where I've been like, oh, cool, I'm actually excited to play this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it does happen. But, like, to be real honest with you, like, like I said, like nothing has ever really stuck out again as, like, you know, from mind you I was 14 so can you really say that I was a kid experiencing Chrono Trigger because that's the one that I keep going back to is my mm-hmm. piece de resistance as far as video games go that is art in my book and will always be so and like yeah nowadays it just you don't get that same experience and I don't know if I'm jaded from it because all of my really good video gaming experiences quite honestly were from that age so yeah. uh, probably a lot of jadedness quite honestly and you know, like you were saying, like I didn't have, you know, like the market per se that that you have now of this like infinitesimal amount of games and not just that they're all getting handed to you either, but like, you know, I've got so many, but it's just like, it just, they kind of blend together. I hate to say on Steam, they really do. And nothing stands out as that, you know, that primo, you know, like, wow, once a year, you're going to get Final Fantasy VI, you're going to get a Chrono Trigger, you're going to get Donkey Kong Country, you're going to get you know, insert whatever, you know, phenomenal game it is. And it just, it doesn't have that same, you know, like, hey, that one time this year, wait for it, December, man, December 12th is going to be the time, trust me.
3: Mm-hmm. Man,
2: I don't feel that anymore, I really don't. And, you know, I, like I said, maybe it is the kid factor, like you were bringing up, I, I hope it is, <laughs> to be honest with you, but <laughs> I don't think it is. Yeah. I just don't think it is anymore.
0: I just, <laughs> it, it worries me slightly, see that, you know, you say that, I don't, I don't know if there's a game from this year that I would hold on to and never let go of. Grim Fandango? I would hold on to and never let go of for the rest of time. Right? Um, Breath of the Wild I enjoyed but I don't think I would want to hang on to that and tell everybody about it until the, the ends of the universe. Whereas a lot of the stories I played as a kid I feel like I would. Uh, Witcher 3 is worth a mention but you know the mechanics in the world let it down you oh. know
1: what like i i love persona 5 i wouldn't do that i wouldn't i wouldn't talk about it the same way i talk about Su- uh, sukoden 2 now like oh god grace so i was so good the thing with the storyline where it does the thing and the best villain the bad, bad no so many characters and yeah, but I, I i wouldn't do that with persona 5 as much as i enjoyed it as much as i think it's like a probably easily a 9 out of 10 game uh which is probably about where i'd pegs it going to because it did have its faults like uh, yeah i would i wouldn't rave and rave and rave about it forevermore. and that's
0: again it comes down to for me (laughs)
1: like
0: I've, i've got manny on my arm um, and I plan to add uh, Simon the Sorcerer uh, on there and Guybrush with LeChuck looming over the top, right? And then it's the it's 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 that lot with LeChuck over the top, and it's going to be wonderful. I don't mm-hmm. think I would get any games from any of the last couple of years tattooed on me. Like they don't mm-hmm. mean half as much. I I don't know. I don't know. It's a it's it's an odd one. But it's nice to know that I'm not alone in that. Yeah.
2: And same thing. It's like it sucks, too, because that also means that we're not, you know, in the same like heyday of video games and like like sketchy doodles to set in chat. We're oversaturated in entertainment in general. Yeah. And he's and it shows because now we're getting like, hey, let's remake RoboCop. Was that even that big of a hit in the 80s? Because I remember the one scene from it. We all know which scene. And other than that, I really don't remember the narrative of the story where it took place. I know it's in Detroit, but like, you know, like I don't remember specifics about it whatsoever. It's not an all-time classic. Why the hell do we need to remake it? Well, you know, well like, Robert Cott went out and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking you know, like the same way that like even like Terminator and stuff was because you're talking about a movie that didn't... Peter Weller wasn't really a, you know, a huge name by any means. And I'm sorry, I'm reading off a chat and responding to it now here. But, um, but like, I don't think it was that, you know, Blockbustery, if you will. Like, yes, big movie, but I don't think it was the same level per se as, like, and I don't even know where I'm going with this anymore, but it's like a Terminator. <laughs> like, it's, I don't know. The saturation level, though, getting back to it, is just, it's everywhere now. And video games, especially, I'm worried, are kind of going towards another, another bust, honestly. Like, it's going to happen sooner than later, to be real with you, because we're getting so much junk. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of junk.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah. I, I agree with that entirely, and I, I think Steam, Greenlight and Direct is, yeah, yeah. Not Especially
1: helping, anyone. No. No. Um, but yeah, like, there, there's, I, I don't know when my last experience that was so amazing that I have to continually trumpet it was. we even talk about like stories untold and stuff like that quite a bit and whilst they were great experiences will I be still banging on about it in five years time Mm, probably Probably not not. like the last one affected me in that kind of way was probably like Final Fantasy 10 which was what seven years ago
0: Yep.
2: more than that actually something like that that would have been oh geez
1: yeah. oh, no 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 way way more than that what we're talking about that was side like, i was still at so school so probably looking like 2004 2005. yeah nope. that sounds about right give or take oh.
0: let's not let's not go back in history any further than that um
1: <laughs> but I, f- I could <laughs> <laughs> back to the vaults i was gonna say i don't want to uh, feel older
0: than i actually am today uh i've already broken and arthritic today like i don't i don't want to <laughs>
1: I don't want to go back any better than that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm having trouble muddling through the reasoning behind the lack of... Because, you know, maybe the the stories were just better because that's all they had to work with back then. You know, your your graphics were just a a janky-looking cube uh, wandering around a janky-looking platform. And that's about it. Like, you know, the story just kind of has to carry itself and that's that.
0: Yeah.
1: So um, I'm very torn. I'm very, very torn.
0: Yeah, same. But again, I think it's it's nice and it's heartbreaking that we all kind of feel the same way about this. It's it's great that I'm not alone. Uh, but it 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 sucks that we haven't had a narrative experience that's pulled us that hard since then. Um, and I I'm really excited to find out when the next one will be. Honestly, that's a that's a okay. super exciting and hopeful thought. I think. Um, I, I can I yeah.
2: can't hope that it's gonna be the next one I pick up, and it just you know they never live up <laughs> to that expectation, sadly. And one day it's gonna happen.
0: One day, yeah. One day you're gonna pick up a game, and it's gonna be like, oh, and you're Ooh. gonna have that yeah, you're gonna have that moment, and it's um, it's gonna work. Seeing you as know, people was
2: about the closest. <sighs> and that like like was said like even five years from now I can't just be like dude you need to play for the final battle where the fucking guy gives you a tutorial, do it. Like,
0: <laughs> Please, please Sick. play Nino Cooney, but don't worry about the first ten hours when the menu's not complete. Uh... <laughs> oh,
3: oh yeah.
0: Oh, but yeah, it, it's nice that we've all hit a consensus, and I feel maybe that 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 we should wrap up today's podcast there.
1: Yeah, um, I, I think we've covered the ground.
0: Yeah, for sure. We always have one thing left to do, um, which is to name our episode. Uh, and usually, we we uh, we let chat help us with this. Uh, why was this week's podcast? six out of ten my my title for this week i think would be because uh, traditionally i go first uh six out of ten swirly swirly uh what was it swirly swirly swiggle I don't even arsehole, jamaica
1: I, I, ask englander because englander posted it, it in chat ask him to push up a few times on his okay. keyboard yeah
0: englander, and then post
1: it again because he had he had it all down i don't remember what i said um, joke?
0: But 6 out of 10, 22 years in development. I also kind of like the yeah, um, chat. Yeah,
1: 6 out of 10, big dog and little lad.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, there we go. 6 there. out of 10.
2: soul, Jamaica. I'm laughing too hard at that one. We may have our winner. I think, I mean,
3: yeah. That's going to make- be sick yeah. for the
2: SEO, if nothing else.
0: <laughs> oh,
3: my God. I'm just yeah. to
1: you
0: Jamaican awesome. I, you know, I genuinely genuinely it. think that we've already hit our title for this week, and that is six out of ten swirly swirly, swirly swirl bug ank light bulb asshole Jamaica. Crumps! Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure.
2: Thank you for what? having me and giving me the laugh of an entire week with that name.
0: It's, it's wonderful, <laughs> right? It's it's. <laughs> Uh, uh, my Uh, internet's just having a hiccup give it a second uh internet don't do this today internet plus there we go um it's been it's been an absolute it's been an absolute pleasure to have you uh please 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 tell everybody who's watching and listening uh who you are where they can find you um and what you're up to this week tell us what what (laughs) you are up to this week
2: well i'm the the crazy cat guy as we've been seeing the entire time so i'm basically (laughs) all Care of them, but in between that, I do play video games here on Twitch. Uh, I tend to do it just about every single night, uh, which is what time do I start? 10 p.m. Eastern. You think I'd know this by now? Um, because yeah, I'm one of those crazy West Coast American guys, so I'm in the weirdest time zone like ever to most people. It's um, 3 a.m. But- UK time, ladies and gentlemen.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Enough said. But yeah, the, um, like I, I'll be playing Final Fantasy games most likely. Um, I did just break my gaming PC. So again, another thing we were talking about with having two gaming rigs or two uh, two rigs to get <laughs> on. Not me anymore. We're playing a lot of console stuff, guys. So uh, we're probably gonna go back to like Super Nintendo things. Um, I've got a 3DO and a lot of really bad mm. games for it. Cough, cough, plumbers, don't wear ties. Um, so we're, we'll probably go through some of that too, just to do it, and you know, just gotta relive the past a little bit while I, I figure out what I'm gonna do with my computer. So, um, but yeah, we do it, we just, you know, we hang out, we have good times, we get really hungry because we always talk about food. Um, the cats make complete mockeries of me and take over the cast, it's, you know, it's a good time. So, <laughs> the usual, as I like to say. But yeah, it's it's honestly, it's a good time. The link's in chat for you already. It's uh, twitch.tv backslash grumps too. That's where I'm pretty much always at. Cool.
0: Yep. Uh, is it my go?
2: Well, it's your go, because
1: like, you always ask me, and I'm like, I don't fucking know. I just shout sometimes, and occasionally I do a stream, and don't worry about me. What are you doing this week, Pip?
0: All right, so, uh, as usual, we well, my name is Tiny Pixel, so you guys can call me if i a I play lots of different fucking things. We do lots of stuff, and it's good fun. Sometimes I just open post for three hours, and we sit and chat because I'm tired. Um... <laughs> I've been super exhausted this week, because we've been recovering from Q4TC. Thank you to you guys who came out and supported. Uh, it means it means a lot, a lot, a lot to me. Um, you guys who came out and did that. Uh, this week, we are playing video games that I kind of like the look of. Um, basically, I don't really know what the plan is for this week. I'm going to play it by ear a little bit, and I think... This week's going to be a bit of a feel good week. Um, towards the end of the week, uh, we're going to bring a pull fit stream back in. Uh, probably on Thursday morning. Uh, we're going to do a pull fit stream uh, to start off with. I've got some neat new combinations. I'm super angry because I did bad at pull today. I slipped and I almost fell and in my face, and it was bad. So we're going to practice and we're going to get good are. instead. Uh, but yeah, this week. Uh, this week we're going to be doing a feel good week, we're going to be playing uh, like a whole bunch of stuff. Yes chat, I am actually playing games next week and not just sitting there and chatting for three hours. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Who'd um, it? I know right? But yeah, it's going to be a feel good week, uh, we're going to lift ourselves up, we're going to play lots of positive things, we're going to do lots of positive stuff. Um, and it's generally going to be a nice time, I think it's going to be a nice time. Uh, you can catch me 12pm. BST. We're in BST now. Um, around about until about 6ish. Um, I do a bunch of D&D and roleplay games. over on other channels as well. Uh, we're going to be putting them up on my channel this week so that you guys know exactly where I'm going to be all the time. Uh, And Saturday should be podcast day because I don't think I'm going away until the week after. Yeah! Good. Okay, cool. What are you doing this week? Because like, apparently I'm...
3: fucking no. i
1: will be here. Dude, I've just given you like things. 6
0: minutes to think about this.
1: I'll, um, yeah, but we I still do this doesn't every mean,
0: week. Every, week. It's not, not going to change week.
1: the fact that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, though, because I, I, I don't week. know until my press starts streaming.
0: Every week we do this, and every week you let me down. Are you kidding?
1: Right, so I, I know what I'm doing approximately six seconds before I do it. Uh, so that's about, about as far as we go. One thing I will be doing, though, is further updating the information on the Patreon, uh which eventually runs as a command Wow, bots going in slow motion today. Uh so we've we've kicked off a Patreon for uh this little project of ours uh in order to kind of help improve our tech uh on both of our ends because we both have little issues and problems here and there. I'm sorry. Um
0: I'm trying really hard to Oh keep no, we, te- What can you um, do? It's tech issues, right? All right. So
1: um, the muns will go towards helping that. goes towards helping our video editor uh, Lado, who puts all the stuff up on YouTube and SoundCloud and iTunes and um, yeah. the, uh, the, the other. Because he does a one.
0: he does a great job. He absolutely does a great job uh, every week.
1: Yeah, and uh, slave labor at the moment, like just straight slave labor at the moment. Um, and eventually, it would be very nice to be able to start paying people like lovely crumps sorry you came on before we can afford to pay anyone so you've got yeah. fucked crumps um don't worry i'll be back
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> just saying um but you know that's something as well we'd, we'd like to do further down the line so that's why we have that there now yeah i have no idea what i'm doing this week uh, other cool. than i need to finish putting up some of the old podcast stuff on uh, the patreon i think i'm gonna start using that as like a repository to like dump all of the links into so it seems like a good spot to have just a list of links for each episode in there so i'm mm-hmm. probably gonna start doing that yep um yeah am on that i'm
0: just good. just saying uh this week we should have a content meeting about six out of ten just just saying we ought to do that this week just just mm-hmm.
3: just, well mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're gonna
1: be down here the week after so fucking face to face
0: yeah perfect all right good good all right guys it's been absolutely great having you thank you so much Thank you so much for joining us, Crumps. Uh Sam, go away again for another week. I'll, I'll see you I next mean, Saturday. Um, guys, honestly, I mean, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, everywhere you guys are catching us, whether you guys are catching us on, on Twitch live um, chat, thank you so much for your interaction. Uh, you, guys, you guys always you guys always make my day. Uh, but thank you so much, you guys. Much appreciated, much appreciated. We'll see you next week um, with new guests, new topics not better segues and certainly not better titles have a great one, guys see you next saturday
1: um, bye